All right, this is episode, th- what did I say, 31? No, 32. 32. 32. This one is going to be, it's going to be about the end of the world, but first I'm going to tell you about the, I don't even know what to call it, just like the stress and agony and pain that I've been through all day mm-hmm. with, um, with my internet company. These people... The my internet company is Suddenlink. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, that's one of the worst. These ones. people, these this is the worst internet company I've ever dealt with in my entire existence. They're mm-hmm. they're I would go as far as to say they are the worst internet company that has ever existed in the history of ever. <laughs> so. This is this so like they have me so stressed out today. I'm ready to just rip all my hair out and then just like move cross country, change my name, and just live under a rock and just <laughs> just never even get on the internet ever again. Like that that's how stressed out these people have made me today. Yeah. So this is my history with these people. Whenever I first got uh, Suddenlink Internet, my bill was like I was paying. Uh, I think $60 a month is what I was paying, okay? Mm-hmm. That was four years ago that I've had them. Yeah. So since then, over the last four years, every, like, and keep in mind, this whole time I've had the same service this entire four years. 200 mm-hmm. megabytes download and, like, it's supposed to be 20 upload, but I only get, like, 17 upload. So the same, <laughs> those two speeds, that's the same speeds I've had for four years now, Right. I started off paying $60 a month for that, okay? Yeah. Over the last four years, every like six months, they bump it up. And they keep bumping it up and they bump it up. To now I'm paying like $113. So almost double in four years of what oh, for the exact same service that I've had for this entire four years, right? So mm-hmm. that's, that, that's been my first problem this, this whole time. And every, every time they raise the price, I call them, hey, why is, why is my bill going up? It's supposed to be this much. And they go, oh, well, sir, we have to, we have to raise our prices so that, we can, uh, conti- so that we can continue to deliver quality service. And then that's, that's the line they feed me. Like every six months, they tell me that same line. And then, you know, three, four, six months later, it'll raise up again, and I'll, and I'll call them. Why is my bill going up again? You didn't give me a notice, nothing. And they go, well, sir, we have to. And sure, we have to, yeah, we got to keep up our, our good quality service. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, good quality service. Let me, let me know when you get that. So, but up until this point, the actual quality of the internet hasn't been, hasn't been a problem. It's actually been really good. Upload, download, everything's been great. They just keep charging me more money for it, mm-hmm. which I don't like, but I'll, yeah. I would deal with. Because you know, the internet's literally my job. That, that's what I have to do. So, yeah. and well, and I should also put on top of this: this sudden link in this area has a monopoly because there's literally not a single other internet company that services this area. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've literally I've checked every single one in this whole state. There's not a single one that does it except for sudden link. Yeah. So so I'm screwed there. So I can't even go to somebody else if I want to. So they they have you pinned up they have you pinned in a corner basically. Mm-hmm. So on top of them raising so they were they've been raising up the price all these years all four years over and over and over and over. 
which made me mad. Not a huge deal, but very annoying. So then uh, about two weeks ago, they start... Then I don't have like concrete evidence of this, but I'm 99% sure that they are throttling my internet connection. <laughs> because obviously... Uh, whenever I film videos, you know, I film all the videos and then I upload all of the footage to Google and then I send it to my editor through Google and then he edits it mm-hmm. and sends it all back. So usually it's, uh, I'm usually uploading about 40 to 70, about 40 to 70 gigs is usually about what I'm uploading. Mm-hmm. So that usually takes. Say let's just say forty gigs. Forty gigs would usually take about twelve, about eight to twelve hours, somewhere right in that ballpark, right? Yeah. So now, about two weeks ago, I noticed that uh, I tried to, whenever I tried to upload forty gigs, it uh, said it was going to take like thirty-five hours or something. So I was like, okay, yeah. that's that's kind of weird. Maybe there's like a uh, maybe there's like a something going on or whatever. So like I did everything I could on my end. I like reset my router and do, went through all that stuff and nothing changed. So I figured, okay, maybe there's just like, maybe, maybe they're having a problem, whatever. And I waited the, the 35 hours for all that footage to upload. And then I just didn't think a whole lot about it. So then uh, yesterday I finished a video yesterday and I go to upload it, and this this video is a pretty big one, so it's 80 gigs, right? That would normally take maybe, that should take somewhere around 14-ish to 15 hours-ish to upload is what it would normally take. Mm-hmm. So I go to upload it, and then it tells me that it's going to take like 75 hours to upload. So over three days yeah. to upload video. Which is just completely unacceptable. I can't wait three days. I could literally, at that speed, I could literally put it. I could literally put it on a flash drive, put it in an envelope, and mail it to him, and it would get to him <laughs> faster than uploading it. Which is just insane. That should that should never be the case. Yeah. So, so then I figured. So then I figured. All right. Well, something something's wrong here. So I checked my uh, I checked my internet speed like through a speed test. And this, the speed test says that everything is the speed that it's always been all four years. So then I thought, okay, that's kind of weird. Why does my speed say that it's uh, the same when it's not? You know, why is it, if it, my speed's the same, then it shouldn't take 75 hours to upload this, this footage. So I recently uh, got a brand deal with uh, NordVPN. So mm-hmm. with that brand deal, they gave me a, uh, a year free of service from from the vpn so i kind of had this idea in my head that um nord that they that suddenlink was throttling my connection is what i started thinking so uh you know what a vpn does right yeah so i i turned so i turned on a vpn turned on the vpn and connected to i think so i think a server like in georgia or something so, or or new york maybe some you know some uh other state so mm-hmm. I connect to that server, and then I and I then I drop that footage, uh, or before this I had a one video file that I uploaded twice. I I put it in to upload without the VPN, and it was, said it was going to take 
like an hour and a half to upload or something, or an hour and 15 minutes, I think, to upload. So then I took, so then I canceled that, turned on the VPN, and then put the same video file in, and it took 13 minutes to upload. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, so they, they really are throttling me. This is, what, this is what's happening. So then yeah. I put all the, so then I, all the footage that I was, have been trying to upload this whole time that said it was going to take like 75 hours to upload, I put all that to upload, and it said it was going to take like nine hours or something for because I had like three quarters of it. I'd already uploaded a quarter of it. So like the last three quarters of it was going to take like nine hours, which was about normal is what it would normally take. So I go, mm-hmm. oh, okay. They're throttling my connection. This is, I just need to use a VPN from now on. So it's uploading. And then about two hours into it uploading, I'm checking on it. And then all of a sudden it just goes like, and then it just, it's like something switches and then it goes right back to like 70 something hours. And then, and then I started, and then they started throttling my connection again. Hmm. So like, I'm not like, I don't have concrete proof. Like, I don't know exactly that's what's happening, but it seems pretty suspicious that the second I turn on the VPN for the first time that it, uh, drops the upload time by that much. And then after a while, then it just like goes away. And then now, now it doesn't work. Like I can turn the VPN on or off or whatever. And it's like. And the, the speed's the same. So I'm assuming that they've just started throttling my entire connection. Out of spite? Or just like, they, what do you think they're doing it for? Well, they, I'm, they're probably doing it because I, I use up so much bandwidth. Hmm. Because I'm, I'm uploading probably, probably close to six, probably close to 500 to 800 gigabytes a month. And that's, yeah. I mean, they're a typical data limit for uh, home internet's like 250 gigs. Yeah. But I have, un- I, I, te- I should have unlimited data because I've, I've, I pay extra for unlimited data. And it's not supposed to have any data cap, no throttling, nothing. But there's clearly something going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be really suspicious if at, uh, I'm going to have to figure out whichever day my, like the, they start the new month because I think it's like on the 22nd or something. So if like on the 22nd, all of a sudden the speed goes right back to normal, then they are throttling. And that's messed yeah. up. Yeah. So uh, also <laughs> um, I got on the uh, customer service uh, chat thing mm-hmm. and I they asked me like, you know, they say like, oh, what's the problem? And of course they treat you like you're an idiot. Like you've never even been on a computer before. So I type in mm-hmm. the ch- they like ask what's wrong. I type in the chat and I said I said you're throttling my internet connection is what I typed. And then they were like, yeah. well, sir, can you uh give us your account number so we can confirm blah blah blah. So I give them the account number, and they're like, uh, hold on a minute, I just have to check and see uh how many devices are connected to your internet. So then I I just type I'm like there's two computers and a phone, and then there's just like no response. And he's like he's like I understand, sir, but I have to do my check or something. And I'm like. I'm like, do you want me to just tell you what's wrong? And he just didn't respond. And I was like, this is what's wrong. This this amount of this amount of uh, data used to take like ten hours or fifteen hours, and now it's taking sixty. That's my problem. And then he mm-hmm. goes, and I said, you're throttling my connection. And I made sure to say it again. And then he goes, well, hold on, sir. I'll, I'll uh, let me uh, do this. Ch- let me do a, a a speed test. And I said, I've done a speed test. It's, the speed test says that it's fine. 
that it's the same speed it always is, but you're throttling my connection. That's the problem. And then he go, and then he says, "I understand, sir." And then like, keep the, on huh? He's gonna keep on bushing you. Yeah, like and, and treating me like a, like a three. And then of course, then he asked me like all the uh, typical questions, like, "Have you turned the computer on and off? Have you reset? Yeah. Have you reset the router? Have you done this? Have you done that?" I'm thinking, no, I, I didn't do any of this. I I'm just, sure he was like, well, there may be a storm in the area that could be interfering with the connection. Have you, have you looked into that? Well, what he, what he said, what he ended up saying was, he goes, after he uh, like did his checks or whatever, he goes, well, I have, I've been, to, or he said, well, first he asked me, he said, is there, um, he said, like, go to this certain page and tell me, it, uh, it'll tell you like if there's an outage in your area. And then, so I went to this, yeah. the certain page or whatever, and then um, to see if there was an outage. And then I told him, I was like, no, it says that there's no outages in my area. So then he goes, well, let me do a, a deeper check or something, something along those lines. Like a, I forget how he worded it, but he's basically going to do like a more in-depth check. So then mm -hmm. he's gone for like 15 minutes, probably discussing with his colleagues about how they're throttling my connection and just <laughs> refusing to admit it, probably. Can't believe this guy thinks he's on to us. Yeah, they're like, like this guy's got us figured out. What are we supposed to tell him? <laughs> so then, uh, so then I tell him. So then he comes back and he's like, "Well, I've I've just been informed that there there is an outage in your area that could be affecting your connection." Mm -hmm. So then I mm -hmm. said, "Okay, well, when's this uh, outage going to be fixed?" And he said, "What?" And he said something. Whatever it was, he that he said came. At, he said something. Blah blah blah. It, the like estimated time is unknown or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then I said, well, it's really funny that uh, you say that there's an outage in the area that's causing my problem because this problem has been happening for two weeks now. And then he said, and then all he said was, I'm sorry, sir, I understand. That's all he said. So then I'm saying, so then I, so then, he asked, so then he asked me if there was something else he could help me with. And then I said, well, I would like the answer to that question. If there's been an outage for two weeks, how come you haven't been able to fix an outage that's been out for two weeks? Because this has been happening for two weeks. And then he just said, is there anything else I can help you with? And like, he just completely refused to like answer anything else. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I, then I just told him, I was like, well, and I told him, so then, like before he like logged off or whatever, I was like, well, for one, what you could help me is by fixing this outage that's been apparently happening for two weeks because if you can't fix something in two weeks, then you have a problem. Mm -hmm. Like there's not just an, like there's, I know there's not an outage that's been out for two weeks that they're just like, Oh, we'll get to it eventually. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. oh. So I don't, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like I, I, I don't, I literally don't have any other options. <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I mean, I can't wait. You wanted to be, if you wanted to be crazy, you could, you know, start uh, collecting evidence like recording, and then just building a case and try to sue them. Well, here's oh, here's another thing about Suddenlink. Suddenlink. Oh, this makes me so mad. Suddenlink literally has all of their customers pinned up against a corner so bad, and set up, they have everything set up to so that they can screw every customer as hard as possible. No ifs, ands, or buts, because they already have a monopoly, so you can't you can't go anywhere else. And then, in their contract that they have you sign, that is like a hundred page contract that nobody's going to read. In the contract, yeah. you have to sign. Uh, it, you're signing that uh, you'll that you won't sue them for anything. 
Yeah, that's probably a contract you don't want to sign. Like the fact they're allowed to put that in a contract, you can't sue us if we break our contract with you, then that's absurd. Yeah. Because what I was doing was uh the la- I think it was the last time they raised the price or something. I was thinking because like the last time they raised the price, I was thinking, I know that they're doing this to everybody else around here. It's not just me. So I was thinking, so, what if I just got a lot of people together and we just had a class action lawsuit? Like, hey, you can't have a monopoly and then just like keep raising the price over and over and over and over and over and screwing us. Like this is you can't do this. So then mm-hmm. I started like digging into it, and then that's when I found out that in their contract you can't sue them. And then I also found so then I also decided before this was before I found out that they have a monopoly. Um, I was gonna just switch to another internet, and then just like stay with them or uh, switch back and forth whenever like I guess the trial period was up because they keep that's when they keep jacking up the price. So I found out that with Suddenlink, uh, once you once you use your name to start up an account, then you can never be a new customer again. So like if I since I have sudden link now, if I uh, go if I move cross country, drop sudden link, I move back here fifty years later, and I want to get sudden link internet. I can't get any anything of I can't get any of the new customer like promotions or any of that stuff. I'm they'll just look at me as an old customer that's just coming back. Hmm. So once you once you sign up, you're done. Yeah. Because the last time they raised the price, is a. Uh, all on their website, everything was all this uh, price for life, price for life, price for life, whatever you can get. They were uh, showing uh, the service that I have for like forty nine ninety nine, price for life or whatever. So I was mm-hmm. asking about that, and uh, they told me that I wasn't eligible because I was a I was a current customer. And then I asked them like, well, what if I quit and then come back later? They're like, well, once you've signed up, you're pretty much done for. You can't get this at any time. So then, um, oh, so then I started looking into the, uh, this is something else they do. They, their price for life internet say it's like $50 a month, right? Mm -hmm. The, the price of their internet is the price for life. Okay. The price of their servicing fees are subject to change. Mm -hmm. So then I started looking at my bill. My internet is the same but the servicing fees keep going up. So whenever they sell all these people on this price for life, it's going to be the same thing. They're just going to keep jacking up the price and they're going to say, well, the internet price is the same, but the servicing fees are what changes. Like they, Mm -hmm. they literally just screw you every which way they possibly can. Yeah. How many people do you think you could get? If like, if you could, you know, how many people do you think you could rally together against some like, uh, how much time do I have? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking, here's my, my thing. There's plenty of other companies out there that I'm sure like would be better than something like, and maybe they just don't you know, have moved into your area because they don't know that there's business in your area. You know, they just assume suddenly has a chokehold. But like, what if you approached one of the businesses and let like give them a list of names along with your own and said that, Hey, these guys are, you know, treating us absolutely horribly. And we, would absolutely be willing to make a deal um, with your company for higher than average costs as long as it's lower than the current cost because we hate this current, current company so much and we just want a new company to like rival them. They could probably jump at that if you have no people. That that could be possible. 
Although I don't know if the thing is like that. I mean, in theory, that 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 would work. But I don't know why these other companies haven't done that themselves. Well, I mean, they probably just don't have the information. They probably just assume I mean, they're just. They can't be that dumb. Out. They have to know that there's people that are being screwed by Suddenlink. I mean, like, if they I would, knew, I would love for they, Verizon it, for Verizon to come so I can have uh, fiber. Yeah. Like what you got, like what you have, you have fiber, right? I think so. What's I'll your assume. What's your internet speed? Uh, let me check. I mean, it's pretty pretty good. I bet it's probably gonna make me puke whenever you tell me. All right. Looking about okay, fourteen point four megabytes per second. Fourteen point what? Fourteen point four megabytes per second. Download. Or uh, that's 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 download, and then there's uh, twenty point one megabytes per second upload. That's got to be faster than that if it's fiber. Well, it's, that's what it says. Maybe it's not paper. I think that it is. Maybe. Maybe you're just on a weird website. Oh, I just did. It's the first one that Google showed me. Which one did Google show you? Was it by Ookla? Um, it's not even a website. It's just a. It's just it says run speed test. And there's oh, like the that one. That one you can't. You can't trust that one. That one's trash. You got to go to the one by Google, right. speedtest.net. All right. Oh, yeah, it is Verizon. What's it say? Big numbers? It's loading right now. But it's staying around 14. Uh, all right, 12.24 um, megabytes per second download. And looking like a 22-ish upload. Hmm. Yeah, no, 20.65. So, yeah. Is it megabytes or gigabytes? Megabytes. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That's really slow for fiber. It's got to be faster than that. Whenever you download games, is it really fast? Uh, it's relatively fast. It's not like insane, but it's relatively fast. It might be because someone else might be on the internet. Mm, that could be true. Someone might be on Netflix. Sucking up all the bandwidth. Mm-hmm. Your vanity. <laughs> Sucking up my bandwidth. All right, so that's that's enough of the uh, the sudden link rant. They're, they're just they're trash and they're garbage, and I can't stand them. Mm-hmm. So let's get to the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you do what? I was looking at something uh, in one of my discords. Are we recording this right now? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. We've been recording the entire time. What do you? What do you oh, mean? I thought I thought you were like. Let me tell you a story before we start. No, this is. We're uh, 
We're 30 minutes in. Oh, okay. So let's get continue. In, so let's get into the end of the world. What do you What do you think? How's it going to end? All right. Well, so what, my do you, opinion, what do you think is the most probable way most that the world's going to end? All right. This is how, this is how I think it's going to work. All right. I think it is going to boil down to China v. America, if it happens, if China v. America, because that, you know, that's the two most you know prominent, uh, that's the most likely event. America would obviously win that war with all, especially with all our allies. Hold, Russia's, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going, you're going way too fast. Back up. So you're saying that it, are you t- saying that there's going to be a war between us and China? And that's how it's I don't think end? there will be. I, I really don't think there will be. Because I think the Chinese are smart enough to know that they won't win that war. Just, we have naval supremacy. We have but how's, uh, the how's allies. A, how's a war between us and China? How would that end the world? Well, I think that if it did happen and the Chinese government got desperate enough, I think somebody somewhere would make a mistake and launch a nuclear strike. And at that point, it's all over because America is going to retaliate inevitably nuclear and it's just going to spiral out of control to like, you nuke, you, nuke, you nuke me, so I'm going to nuke you 10 times harder and just back and forth until we completely wipe each other out with nuclear winner. <laughs> so you think, you think we're just going to, they're, they're all just going to just drop nukes on each other until, uh, until everybody's just well, dead? All it takes is um, enough nukes in one area to kick up enough dust to cause a nuclear winner. And we're, we're gone. We're, we're dead. How There's many we can do. Okay. How many... How many nu- okay, if we say say who would nuke who first? Um, I would say the Chinese would nuke us first, I think, because we, we would be winning the war and out of desperation, I guess, for some reason they think it's a good idea to nuke do us. They even, I don't think they would. Do they even have nukes? Yes. Yes, of course they do. China nukes. does? They're allies, they're allies with the Russians. The Russians have a massive nuclear stockpile. A nuclear stockpile? Yes. What do you since mean a nuclear stockpile? They've been building nukes since their 50s. Before that, I think I actually even like in the early. 40s, what do you mean by building them? Like, what is like, what does that mean? They've been assembling nukes. Like, like they just have like like a bomb, yes. and they're just like making them hundreds and then stacking them up of, somewhere. Hundreds of thousands of nuclear missiles. Really? Did you not learn this in school? And America's got the same thing. We have hundreds of thousands of nukes that we're sitting on. No, I didn't learn this in school. They didn't teach me anything in school. Well, I learned how to square dance and find the <laughs> hypotenuse of a triangle. You they didn't teach me this stuff, huh? What, what do you think the nuclear, uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis was then? Like that was just the what? You know, the mil- the Cuban Missile Crisis. What never, do you think that was? Never heard of it. You've never heard of the Cuban Missile Crisis. No. You didn't learn anything. They in didn't school. teach us anything. They didn't oh teach us. They didn't teach us how to do taxes. They didn't teach All us right. how to write checks. They didn't teach us about these so, missiles. Nothing. History lesson. Okay. Uh, the Soviets in the fits. 60s i forget which exact year it was um the soviets in the 60s moved into cuba you know that cuba was taken by um a communist re- regime under fidel castro um that was from the russia? soviets yes russia the soviet union the old soviet union the ones who beat the nazis they invaded berlin during the uh world war ii you don't know anything so the, <laughs> so soviet, they, they, the took, soviets, they took cuba yeah well they didn't take it here's what happened so they were igniting thought, communist revolutions Cuba, across the I world. I thought Cuba was communist just because they were communist. Like I thought that that's just like how because they Cuba were influenced was. by the Soviet Union. Communism originated from the Soviet Union, and the Soviet it was a it was a battle between ideologies between us and, and the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union believed in communism. We believe in democracy, obviously, 
and uh, we were trying to influence the world around us. So we invested heavily in Europe and gave the Europeans a bunch of money and rebuilt them up, the Western side at least, to get them on our side, believing in democracy. And we started having this competition with Russia all over the world, in China, in, in Africa, in South America, Central America, the Caribbean Isles, all over the globe. We were constantly just fighting each other. Like, there was, you know, remember Vietnam? That was between... <laughs> I don't uh, I know of Vietnam, but I don't remember it. <laughs> well, Vietnam was when uh, there was a communist uprising. I don't, even know, what, I don't even know what happened during Vietnam. I just know that it was a war. So, so in Vietnam, the the reason why it happened was there was a I forget what, I think it was the communists that took over place first. The communists were uh, there was a communist uprising that took over the uh, the country of Vietnam, and um, it was either communist or democratic uprising that took it over. Anyway, there were communists in Vietnam, uh, influencing being sponsored, giving military equipment by the Soviets. The Americans, uh, we responded to that by sending um, guns and equipment. And attaches, which is basically like a military advisor sent to a train. What'd you, um, what'd you say? Attaché? Attaché. It's a French term. Attaché. It's a military advisor you send to the foreign country to just kind of observe and help their troops so that, learn how to fight better with so your that, tactics. That, that's a person? An attaché? Attaché. If you're sent to a foreign country, you are a high-ranking military person who's experienced in training recruits. And you're sent to train uh, foreign people how to fight in wars using your tactics. That's what, um, that's what that would be just for the name. An attache. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty fancy <laughs> name. Um, but we, we sent hundreds of military, thousands actually, of military advisors um, to these uh, democratic rebels in um, Vietnam because we wanted them to win, because we wanted them to be democratic like us. And the uh, we, we were on the losing side of that because we were fighting an offensive war in a jungle environment where the enemy had, you know, uh, the, the massive series of tunnels everywhere. They had this dense jungle to hide in and ambush uh, the troops. So eventually they start, they start losing the, the Vietnamese that were on our side. So we started sending troops, like actual American troops, to Vietnam to fight, continue continue fighting. And um, I don't think the Russians sent any... They probably sent some troops, but mainly it was just the Russian-sponsored Vietnamese versus us. And we were getting destroyed. A lot of people think we did put up a good fight. We didn't. We got... <laughs> obliterated in Vietnam. People dying in droves, getting killed by all the Vietnamese traps, all the Vietnamese ambushes, dysentery, um, tuberculosis was rampant, horrible diseases all across the place. Malaria, I believe. How do you get dysentery? Uh, Wasn't that from like dirty water? Yeah, dirty water. Um, But like horrible conditions, uh, traps everywhere being laid by the Vietnamese. Like like booby traps? Yes, booby trap. Like they have, like one of the things they do is they take abandoned mine shafts and they cover it with leaves and nets. So when you step on it, you just fall forty feet down and break your legs on a rock and get stuck and down there, die to you know just starve to death. So, and horrible traps like can, that. Like they, they can have. You, can you imagine just walking through a jungle and you just <laughs> right down to the bottom and you're just like in, in a mine shaft, forty feet down, the legs are down. broken. You're just like, can someone throw me a sandwich? <laughs> or something. All the time. Yeah, and well, they what, had do you, what do you do? Just lay there and die? Just, well, I imagine that if you have a squad with you, you'd be rescued. But if you're just like a scout on a you know recon mission, and you just go down, you're you're just dead. So if you're like you the, if you're like the fat you're guy at the, at the back of the uh, line, and you just like fall yeah. through, everybody just keeps going. You're just... Yes, or they like they, they show up and you know eventually they show up and check their traps, and if you're there, they finish you off. Um, how <laughs> how much you want? That would be awful. <laughs> they start shooting down into yeah. the hole. Or they probably actually just bring you up out and interrogate you. 
how many times you know, do you, how much do you want to bet that people by fell into the holes and then people were like ah we don't need them anyway and they just like kept going oh <laughs> uh, there goes john really like him. <laughs> I, I guarantee that happened they're probably just like yeah. well he's kind of slow anyway or, or he fell down <laughs> oh, was Timmy? he was the fattest one we had he's a he's a liability yeah he was from texas we don't like him yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh, so there were, it was, you know, people were just dying in droves from traps. And we kept on sending more and more people. Uh, I forget who was, who was president at that time. Was it Nixon? Carter, remember. Ford, Washington. Carter? Definitely Washington, yeah. I don't um, know. <laughs> especially no Carter. It Ford. was probably Abraham Lincoln. That's the one. Actually, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Yep. Um, so Abraham Lincoln sent the uh, American militia. Um, the, unfortunately, the Vietnamese had AK-47s, so their, the muskets weren't very good. <laughs> um, so after a while, after, after like 600,000 troops died, and the Vietnamese went on a massive counterattack from the northern side, which was our communist control to the southern side, and uh, pretty sure they retook the capital of Vietnam. Um, Vietnam. Um, and this whole thing has been... Film. This is the first war that was ever filmed. So the American public was also against it because they were seeing the troops. Like they used to have, everybody used to have this idea in their head that war was glorious and awesome. Like they had propaganda posters of you know warriors uh, standing on top of a field of dead enemies, like Rambo just firing from the hip. And it was supposed to be like some like 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 hoorah thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. War used to be seen as one of those glorious and like honorable things you'd possibly do. Um, up until around the American Revolutionary uh, War. I, no, killed, uh, I killed people Civil that I don't War. even know. Woo! Yeah. It used to be like countries would look for excuses to go to war. Have, just you, for the fun of it. have you ever thought about this? I've thought about this a lot about war. Like when when two countries go to war, it's it's always it's always weird to me that like if we go to war with somebody, all the people that are actually like killing each other. They don't like they don't have anything against each they, other. They like no, they, like no, they no, don't no. even they're just doing it because they're told. But it's just like two leaders people. that have problems with each other. So then they send all of their people to come fight for each fight for them. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. why don't these people just fight each other if that's what they if, well, if they're the ones that have the problems? A lot of what the what drives them is the soldiers are fighting for their country because they like either they want their country to expand, become better, and their children to have you know lives on the land they're fighting for. You know, just like making their people better, their culture better. That's throughout a lot of history. Was, you know, they, they believe that they, was, they as a people were superior and that you know if they died in the cause to make their country better than everyone else is, then you know, so be it. Then everybody it's, else can sit back and go, hoorah, they did it. Mm-hmm. Even though you're like sliced up in a mine shaft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, of course, you know, with the war being televised and people seeing what war is like, there's no honor. What do you mean televised? And, like... Like it was like was they, they re- like rec- recorded and then put on TV or was it like yeah. a, like a live stream? There was I believe there was some live live shots like, and you know like there, there was camera crews that be in like military uniforms that would not have guns. I forget they, they might have had guns, but mainly they just what they all, just followed around soldiers and like got but yeah. What all did they show? Did they have like a like a um, live camera on a chopper gunner? They're just like and then everybody's like, they had a lot of stuff like that. They had a lot of. It was mainly just like men, you know, troops in the front lines, like skirmishing. Um, but they, they got, I'm, I'm pretty sure they got some pretty gruesome shots, you know. How did the camera like, people not get killed? They do, they did. They did. They, <laughs> they got did. mistaken and picked off by snipers and stray bullets. 
So, uh, so there's like, usually, so there's probably a camera shot somewhere of like somebody filming and you just see them like, oh, and then like the camera oh, just like I, goes I, down. I guarantee it. They probably wouldn't like if it was pure recorded. They probably wouldn't show it. But if it was live, then yeah, yeah, that probably that probably happened once or twice. <laughs> but usually they don't get they don't get targeted first. Usually people with cameras are targeted last. Like you're not gonna shoot somebody with a camera. You're gonna shoot somebody with a gun. You know. Well, yeah. And plus, like. You know, as like they're this holding way, the camera and they're like, "Oh, he's got a rocket launcher!" Yeah, <laughs> take him out. <laughs> uh, that's why journalists get a lot of like immunity when they go to war zones, because like you know, because um, if you see a if you're you know fighting for a cause you believe in and you see cameras, you're like, "This might be my chance to show off that I'm not of evil, that I'm not a bad guy. I'm just lot, fighting for what I believe in." A lot of journalists get take, uh, taken hostage though. Uh, that's that is true. Yeah. A lot in the Middle East mainly. Like they get just kicked out a lot. There was a uh I don't remember this guy's name. I'll send it I'll send you the link after this. But there was a uh, there's a uh one of Joe Rogan's podcasts where he had a guy on that uh he was a journalist that went <clears throat> to I don't remember where he went to, but he was a journalist and he went somewhere and he got abducted by Somali pirates. And then the <laughs> Somali pirates held him hostage for two and a half years. Because they wanted a twenty million dollar ransom for him, yeah. And then like they ba- like they basically close. held him until like until he was like just about to die, pretty much. They held him, and then they settled they settled for like a million and a half dollars or something. Mm-hmm. That's they did a lot. Parts off the coast of Africa will pretty much like they know for a fact that they can score and get an American because they know that Americans are like the most valuable hostages you could possibly take. And if they, if they see, uh, you know, they usually attack just like yachts and small, you know, just small uh, travel boats. They, they never attack cruise liners or. That's what they, happened. I think the guy said that he was like, he was a journalist that was, I think he was on a fishing boat or something about a fishing boat. And then their boat got taken over by these pirates. And then he was one of the ones that they abducted or whatever. Yeah. That's why if you're going around the coast of Africa, you go on a cruise ship because they're not going to attack a cruise ship. They can't get on a cruise ship. That's, you never what, that's, that's what you think. God. Well, I mean, they could try. <laughs> I'm sure the cruise ship would have, you know, not not mention like the 500 passengers. You'd have a pretty good security crew as well. Well, how big is how big is a pirate ship? They're as big as a cruise ship, right? Usually they're, they're pretty, they're pretty small. Oh, my God. Could you imagine a <laughs> the, battleship, pirate ship? That's oh, what, my I mean, God. That's what I was thinking, no, that no, a pirate ship no. would be. God, no, it's terrifying. How big, um, how big is a pirate how ship? How would pirates even get a battleship? No. The, what the do you pirates... mean? They have all the people down below rowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah robots, huh? Isn't, isn't, that, um, isn't that how pirate ships moved? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they sailed too, but didn't they have rowers? Sure, huh? <laughs> That's a you're legitimate thinking, question. You're, you're thinking of Vikings. I mean, so some ships... In yeah, that's what I'm thinking of Vikings. 70- the 17th century did have oars built into them, but it was very rare. I'm thinking Vikings. Did Vikings uh, just have rows, rowers? Yes. Yeah, they had rows and sails so they could go against the uh, the wind. Those poor guys down there rowing. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, a lot of times they'd have slaves row the ships for them. Really? Mm-hmm. What do you think they had? Like so, like, capture. that was their whole life, just rowing a boat? Yeah, well, they probably get picked up, last for like a week or two after just constantly rowing and rowing and rowing, never being fed, and they just die. And they probably just throw them off into the ocean. Oh yeah, probably just, <laughs> as bad as that sounds. 
<laughs> they're just like, hey, he quit rowing. And then they just throw him off, throw him off the back. Where, but then where do they get more? I mean, you, you got to keep them alive. You know what? They're right. They're Vikings. They just they just wander. They go from coast to coast and just raid. They just take people. So what do they, they show have, up? Do kill. they have like everybody rowing and then they have like a line of like backups and they're just like, hey, when one of these guys drops dead, you move him out of the way and you take his spot. Well, I mean, they don't really care about them dropping dead because as long as you have, you know, plenty of people rowing at once, it doesn't matter if you lose an order or two. You just pull the oar in and keep on going so it doesn't get in the way. <laughs> How messed up. <laughs> that's just I was. Oh, that's so twisted. It's also why the uh, the Vikings have like uh, like people all over the world have ancestry. Well, not all over the world, but like in, all over Europe has ancestry to the Vikings because they went everywhere and they uh, you know like everywhere they went, obviously they mingled with other peoples. So like almost every person in Europe has a bit of Norse in their history. And they, they, they probably didn't have a, they probably didn't have a medic on board, did they? Uh, no, I, they don't have. I don't know what medicine is. <laughs> you know, you know who the medic was. What the medic was the guy that threw the bodies off the back of the boat. <laughs> 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 the person's rowing, and rowing, and they just die. And they're like medic, and then he's yeah. like, okay, call the time. Right, you getting his spot? <laughs> the, or the medic, the medic, like the guy's like like hunched over, and then the medic comes up behind him, and he's like, hey, you all right? You all right? The guy's like, no, he's dead. And they throw him off. That's the medic. Mm-hmm. Now, what did all this have to do with the end of the world? Oh, yeah. Well, we were talking about missiles. I was talking about China America. And then um, talking about how there'd be a nuclear um, standoff. And somebody, somebody would nuke someone else. And we'd just back, go back and forth until we killed each other. You know, like we caused a nuclear winter and you know, wiped each other out. And I was talking about how that happened before. And uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis, which you don't that didn't know what it was, and you didn't know what the Cold so, War was, and so, so I had to brief you on that. So on the so in the Cuban Missile Crisis, they there was a nuclear winter. There was no 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 no. We've never seen nuclear winter. That almost happened. There's what, only what, in all what would cause a nuclear winter? What like what's the cause? Enough enough uh, dust being kicked up from an explosion that the it enters the atmosphere and blocks out the sun for. Uh, years and years and years and years until there's like until everything just dies from lack of sunlight. So it's not so much the bomb, it's the dust. It's the dust, the dust going to the atmosphere and blocking sunlight to just create a, um, a new a new winter, a new ice age that would just kill everything. But that that have to be a a lot of, I mean, you'd have to drop an insane amount of bombs. Yeah, in one area, but with the amount of bombs that we had in the Cold War, we absolutely would have done it one hundred percent. Like absolutely, like one nuclear bomb isn't that effective. No, well, I mean it's effective, but it's not going to be. It's like not making that dust. It's not. You'd as, have to drop. It's not as effective as like what people think. Yeah, you'd like, have to drop like a hundred bombs in one area, one you know around the same area. To like cause if, I bet if like if you asked like the average person, they would probably think that like one nuclear bomb would take out like the entire U.S. Which oh is, God, no. which is not no. the case. A hydrogen bomb would take out a pretty much all of New York City, I think. But just it's not New, just New York City. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe not that. Hydrogen bombs are much more powerful than atom bombs, which we had in World War II. They're huge, do a lot of damage. But I mean, it obviously kill everyone in the area of New York City. But I don't know if it level it. So what if? Okay, what about this? 
this would probably be even worse. What if, okay, let's say we dropped some nuclear bombs on, on China or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, or what if we did, let's, let's do this. If we did this to China, if we dropped nuclear bombs, but we only dropped them on like their like oil refineries and places like that, then probably just a, hand, <clears throat> a handful would probably be enough to disable the yeah. entire country. They don't have that many oil refineries. China doesn't have a lot of oil in it. They get most of the oil from the Middle East, us, Cox's, um, and Africa. Really? The U.S. produces more oil than any other place in the world. We have most of the oil reserves. Like People don't know this. We have the most oil out of any country in the world, in one country. So China doesn't have that much oil? Oh, no. no not much at all. Do they do you think do they, do they not have much oil or is there just nobody that's got the oil? Well, no, they get oil from imports. They rely heavily on imports for oil. No, but like, how is there not oil in the ground? Because there's just not oil buds in that area. It's, it's, Was there no dinosaurs like there? Oil is, well, that's not the only thing that where oil comes from. Natural oil is where a lot of like just oil is just in the earth, like really deep in the earth. That's where a lot of the earth's oil is. Mm. It's just natural deposits. Speaking of oil, that's an that's uh, uh, another way that I've heard that the that the world could end is uh, whenever we hit peak oil. Peak oil, like where what do you mean? once we reach the peak of like where like the peak of oil production, where like we've reached the peak where it can't be produced any more than what it's being produced, and then we start. Uh, from that point on, we start uh, consuming way more than we're producing. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how it's all supposed well, to go down, but then apparently it all just like crumbles down from there. That's not going to happen for a long time. Especially you know, how fast we're inventing new, new drilling methods. Because I, I read something that that was a way that uh, everything, that the whole world could end or whatever. But, and then I also heard some, or read something that, uh, that the earth naturally uh, produces oil. Like I'm not sure that, it conti- that. that continually produces oil, not that like. I mean, obviously, it does. You know, creatures uh, have oil in them, and they, you know, it gets recycled. Because remember, uh, oil doesn't go anywhere. Like to technically speak, nothing on Earth, none of the matter on Earth goes anywhere. We don't. We're not losing anything. Everything that's as long as everything stays in the atmosphere, it is on the planet forever. Period. It will never go away. It'll change state, change form. You know, you know, change location, but it will never disappear. You can't you can't destroy or create new matter. So all the matter we have on Earth in our atmosphere is here to stay. It's never going to leave. Never going to never going to you know disappear. It's always going to be here. It's just going to change state constantly. What if we start sending it so up we'll, to space? Well, then it's gone forever. As long as we go back. <laughs> See, there we go. Then it's gone. Mm-hmm. Like everything we've sent to space so far, it's gone forever. We're not going to get it back. Where Unless you, you like scavenge it. Where do you which, think it goes you know, with us up there? We will probably end up. You know, well, usually it just stays in orbit, which you don't believe, obviously, but it, <laughs> it just it would just hover around orbit. If orbit, or was, if it's like, if orbit was real, that's where it would be. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. If it's if it's like a deep satellite, like the um, was the Viking? I think the Viking satellite. I forget what it's called. Um, the satellite that like went really, really, I think it like went further than any of our other satellite. Um, pretty sure it left our atmosphere or our uh, solar system, but uh, it, that thing is gone. Like we have, it's just lost. We lost the satellite. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we remember. Like I forget if we lost its position 
or if we just don't have any way of contacting it anymore. How often do satellites disappear? I have no idea, honestly. Because I mean, like, it's it's kind of hard to lose them because you know they're designed to be easy to track. Well, I, w- I think it would be like because like how how could a satellite just stay in orbit? Like how does it just like stay spinning around oh. orbit and not just like how do they never just drift off? Because the the gravity once once you get to a certain like a uh, height and with a certain trajectory, the gravity itself actually keeps you in orbit. Like if if you keep on like once you get to a certain certain speed at a certain angle, uh, the Earth's gravity is always you know pulling everything towards the Earth, and so like if you have the Earth and you have something around it, eventually like you, once you reach a certain point, the gravity yeah well if it was real then gravity would um, just kind of pull you in a you know in, in a circle around the Earth in you know perpetually like once you get into orbit you're you're just in orbit perpetually. So you just you just the gravity itself is actually pulling you. But inward. there's never also, never any mistakes. There's never any hiccups. It just like obviously there are mistakes. But like as long as you get to the because your calculation is fairly simple. You know, like as long as you get to um get into that stable orbit, it's you're good forever, essentially. I would have to, I'd have to get in there to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I wouldn't be able to believe it unless I get inside of it and it's, it's as stable as they say. <laughs> the orbit stable as you say. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to I'd have to be in orbit myself. Mm-hmm. So I mean, maybe you might be able, you might you might live to see that. <laughs> Probably not. So what about um, uh, that big volcano? What's uh, oh, that's been debunked. The super this the Yellowstone National Park super volcano. Yeah, Yellowstone. What about that I one? had? I had I actually had. What do you the mean it's been word. debunked? It's been well. It's, it's not going to explode, because here's the. I, I looked up because I, I thought my like whenever I first heard about it, I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold that thought. I got to pee. I once I once I get okay. back, then you can hit me with all this information. All right. This man knows nothing. I swear to God, like you guys don't understand how dumb he is. Like he, I'm surprised he can even put his own clothes on by himself. He's an idiot. He doesn't know anything. He, is, he didn't learn anything at school. It's incredible. I, I, every time I speak to him, I'm like discovering more and more about what he doesn't know. And Tyler, I know you're seeing this. It's true. Like you just don't know anything. You don't know anything about anything. Like go back to school, honestly. Go back to school and get re-educated. All right, please, because it's, it's it's kind of ridiculous that you just don't know anything that of our like history, anything of science that you don't you doesn't like you don't didn't make your own discovery of. Because, like, you don't believe it unless you make the discovery yourself. I just go back to school, honestly. Welcome back. Were you talking while I was gone? Yeah. What were you, what were you saying? You'll see when you edit it. <laughs> or not, when you, when you go back to it. Because I could, I could hear something, but I couldn't uh, make out what it was. I was just, you know, explaining to the audience how I think you're a great person. And I think you're very insightful. <laughs> Oh yeah, I I guarantee that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Were you talking about my uh, groundbreaking theories? Yeah, actually I was. All right, continue wherever wherever you were when you left off. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Yellowstone National Park. So I actually yeah. heard about that myself and started freaking out. Like, what if that actually happens? Like, what if Yellowstone National Park just blows up and takes the entirety of the U.S. with it? Like, oh my god. 
So I started looking it'd be, into it'd it. It would be more like, than the U.S., though, wouldn't it? No, and I'm about to say why. So the Yellowstone National Park is a super volcano. It is. A, that is, you know, it, that is true. Right. But um, it has exploded in the past. And when I say the past, I mean, like, millions of years ago. I think the last explosion was actually, like, 600,000 years ago. Um, and each explosion, like, some of them were obviously bigger than others. They were pretty sizable explosions. But if like the average size of the explosion, like if if a volcano for some reason explode again, it would only destroy the immediate area of Yellowstone National Park itself, and the most damage it would probably cause is just property damage from dust, essentially, just like lots and lots and lots of dust being kicked up in the atmosphere, like a nuclear winter, but on a much smaller scale, less destructive. It, the main problem would just be dust. Like people would have to evacuate the right area because of dust. For a while until it cleared and that'd be it like that 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 it wouldn't even do enough damage to like destroy any cities or any, you know, anything like that really mm-hmm. if I, it did explode i was, I was watching a thing i was watching a thing just yesterday that uh they said something about it explodes like roughly every six hundred thousand years and they said that it's been about six hundred thousand years since the last time it exploded yeah, well, most, like people were doing studies of it to see if it was, you know. So what if, like, it you explode, can tell, what if it explodes like tomorrow? Well, then the people around the Yellowstone National Park will have to evacuate, and there might be like a minor tremor in that state across the entire state. How about? But, how about, but when, I thought the whole it. U.S. would be covered in ash. No, no. Well, the what some uh, some parts of it would be experience a little bit of ash. Like I'm pretty sure, like it's like yeah, like three state radius would be would get a little bit of ash like uh, around the place. So I mean, you'd see the ash and be there, but you wouldn't die. You know, you wouldn't get blown up. You wouldn't suddenly just you have the entire building get just sent to this into the sky with you being disintegrated. You know, it's not that powerful. Well, that wouldn't. I mean, like being disintegrated wouldn't be the problem. The because if it, it would cause uh, just like the bombs, it would cause a like a winter. It's, it wouldn't be able to show up, throw up enough dust to kill a nuclear winter. You don't think so? A, a, nuclear, vo- winter a, needs, super a nuclear winter needs a, a nuclear winter needs a lot of dust, like a ton of dust, an entire mountain. It's being a super volcano. Up, probably an entire mountain range being sent up into the atmosphere to it's, cause it's a nuclear winter. It's a winter. super volcano. It's not as powerful as people think it is and it has no it, it shows no sign of erupting because when when the volcano builds pressure it like the ground around the area goes up like it, it increases in size it's in recent years it's been getting it's been going down if anything like it's been make, making very very small movements downward it's losing pressure because it's venting venting what do you mean venting venting how there's there's just guy, there's geysers all over the bark it's slowly venting a lot of the pressure out what okay what about this? Let's say they let's say they confirmed, um, like this thing is going to blow any day now. It's gonna blow and it's gonna be big, biggest one ever. How would you stop that? How would you stop it? Yeah. <sighs> like I was thinking about I mean, this the other day. Like if they, if they if they found one that was gonna like it wouldn't even have to be Yellowstone. Let's just say they found a volcano that was about to explode. <laughs> this this might sound stupid, but I want to know if like if the volcano is there, it's about to blow. Can you build like a cap to put on it? <laughs> just yeah. like just like something. 
I don't know, like something out of like steel like or like something. Cap a dome. Yeah, like a dome. You could just like put it on top of it, and then it would just like hold all the I stuff mean, in there. Could we build a dome of that size? Probably not. It, Why not? Would it work? Most definitely not, because the, the, it depends on what material you use. Maybe you could. I don't know, but it seems like any material is going to just buckle and you know uh, warp under its own weight when it's stretched out over that massive of an area. Well, I you mean, know? you you build it like strong. You're not like I'm you, not. I'm not saying. I'll, I'm not saying you take one piece of sheet metal and then you just weld it end on end for miles and miles and miles. So it's just like a, like a big like floppy dome. If you have support beams all over, like a you know, support beam every few hundred feet, then maybe maybe not even that. Maybe like a support beam every mile. Um, then maybe. I mean, think, maybe. Think of like. Possible. Okay, think about this. Think of like just a like a big like airplane hangar, but just like way bigger with a way thicker roof. I mean, so what's what what is the purpose of this this dome? What's so it supposed to be doing? The, the, well, the purpose is so that whenever the volcano erupts, it, it mm-hmm. all the stuff starts coming out of the top, and the roof keeps it down. What do you mean, like lava coming out of the top? Like, what do you mean? What lava, so ash, whatever shooting out of the top? We can keep no, we can keep no, it all contained into that area. This, this would not be a volcano with lava flowing out of the top. It'd be like Mount St. Helens. You know, Mount St. Helens. I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't like know anything about it. It it wouldn't be an, it wouldn't be in a volcanic eruption like lava shooting out of the top of a mountain. It'd be just the ground just expands and expands and expands and expands to just the entire ground. Just come, gets ripped apart, and there's you know just a massive, massive explosion. That's that's what that would be. It wouldn't be there wouldn't be any lava. It'd just be so a we, massive. So explosion. We just keep put the cap on it. I would just stop the ground being disrupted from just you know, breaking the cap. Well, the it's, ground it's, is gonna, it's, it's gonna ex- ground it's gonna explode up into the atmosphere, right? Well, the entire ground is going with it. The ground that you build the support memes on is going with it. Right, you but it, but it'll it'll stop it. It'll give it a little bit of a something. Like think think of it like this. Actually, sure. <laughs> I know uh, you're you're giving yeah. me this stupid uh, look. <laughs> you're looking at me like I'm an idiot. Okay, so I would, I would never. Let's go. Let's let's go over some physics. So mm-hmm. let's say if, if you have let's okay let's say the volcano is like an airbag, right? Mm-hmm. If it, the airbag is sitting on the ground, it can explode just freely, right? But if you have something heavy on top of it and it explodes, it's not going to be able to explode as high. See what I'm saying? See, that's like child logic. What are, what are you talking about? That's like that's like a, a solution that a child would give to a problem. You don't, like think, it, you don't, you don't think that would work? That, that's, that's the equivalent of saying, all right, how do we stop global warming? I got it. Everybody leave your windows open and the fridge door open. <laughs> and we'll do that for about a year. And it slowly will just cool the earth down. It's not how you don't anything know, You works. don't know that that won't cool the earth down. <laughs> I mean, I suppose we wouldn't know for sure. Oh wait, has it has it ever will. been has it ever been tried? No, because exactly, it's exactly. So you don't know. You don't need something. Do I need to? Uh, do I need to test whether or not I'd be able to like, you know, break through that wall behind me with just a sheer weight of my body? No, I know I could do that because there's brick on the other side. Have you tried it? No, because I don't exactly. need to. I, I can, exactly. I can, if you've you, you never tried it, then you don't know. Uh-huh. 
until you try you don't know mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i could break through this wall bet do it right now experiment <laughs> well this wall goes to the outside i don't want to let all the bugs in uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah that's why that yeah that is why mm-hmm. it's just drywall and then a piece of plywood on the other side that's it all right well see you don't know that you could break through it so try it i mean otherwise you'll never know i don't have i don't have a reason to try it right now the interest of science scientific curiosity yeah, am I just supposed to record it with this crappy webcam? Mm-hmm. Well, I, okay, I, I make a deal. I'll break through this wall if you break through that wall. <laughs> See, I, I can't break through that wall because it's there's you brick don't know. behind you it. You never tried. I know because all right, there's... We'll go I'm on, not really, all right, all right. All right, all right we'll, we'll go on three. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Uh-huh. You got to get go back to your wall. Um, I'm doing it. Oh, I think it's buffering because I'm, I'm over here at the wall. Um, just go ahead and do it. I'm, I'm right with her with you. It's buffering, so you can't pull. It, so you can't pull yeah. it off because your internet. So you know, is, your internet you know, is too you, good. If you had, you know, if you had my kind of, if you had my kind of internet, then you could pull it off. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So, um, I don't know where we were. Which, I guess you can't put caps on volcanoes or something, according to you. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's according see. to logic? No, according just according to you. It hasn't been done. No. Let's just no. let's move on here to what else? Oh, this is this was one that could legitimately happen, and I'm actually kind of scared for. What? Um robots, AI and robots taking over. That one I can get behind. Absolutely. And because Google has already begun making a potentially sentient AI. Well, before okay, before we talk about Google, have you heard uh, or have you seen anything about? Um, I think it was Microsoft, maybe that made it. They made a a Twitter bot named Tay. I heard about. I know there's there's been bots um, for years now, but not not. I haven't heard of Tay. They made. I don't remember. It was like maybe 2010, 2012, Maybe they made it. Mm-hmm. But they made a Twitter bot named Tay. And what they were, I forget what they were trying to like do, but they were, the bot was supposed to um, interact with people on Twitter as well as like learn from everybody on Twitter. Like, like other bots do. Yeah. There's yeah. been plenty of bots. Like- so it was supposed to like, I guess give like a, as human of a reaction as possible by learning or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, they had the bot up for, I think it was only up for like a couple hours maybe. And within like two hours of it being up, it had already decided that it hated all humans. And then, like, <laughs> you know and then it started tweeting like I think it started I tweeting like like really like bad like racist stuff and like all these yeah, stuff, yeah, all these people yeah, and they had yeah, to like take yeah, it out fast. I've heard of this. You know what, what happened? What? As people, as they figured out what happened. As the bot learns from people, it learns to say what people say. It's like you know, just, just yeah. it, it learns to act from people. And so people, mainly 4chan, got involved. And they're like, I have the perfect idea. I'm going to turn this bot into a Nazi or die trying. <laughs> so I started, they started speaking to the bot and just saying things that a Nazi would say and just get it to repeat. It's like, like repeat after me, but Nazi saying, you know. Like, so, so 4chan got really involved in this. Stuff. 4chan got involved and they eventually turned the bot into a racist, um, you know, human-hating thing. 
essentially. And they, they, they got it to like make responses to questions that didn't make sense just for the fun of it. They were just essentially just having fun with the bot. That, that makes perfect sense for 4chan. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like, uh, I think it was B that did it. B, yeah. Who? B, slash B, one fortune. No, I don't know. They're the main culprits. It's, it's, what is it, P? I forget. It's basically like a like community owned fortune that's like, they're known for like some of the, the greatest, uh, uh, like heists, I guess you'd call it. Like just, they're known for being the ones that uh, are going to mess with people. Like, heist. So, what is this, GTA? Well, I mean, there was a heist. I uh, forget if it was not a heist, but it was because okay, have you ever heard of Post Malone's? I think he will not divide us uh, campaign he did. Oh, I don't think so. So not I think Post it was. Malone. I think I'm pretty sure it was Post Malone. So somebody, it was some celebrity, and I'm pretty sure it was in reaction to Donald Trump being president. And he 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 started this campaign called "He Will Not Divide Us." So he he will not divide us. That was the thing. And his social experiment was to put a a video camera on in Times Square, I think it was, uh, that would be rolling nonstop. It would just constantly be rolling and rolling and rolling, and anybody on the street could come up to it and say what they want and do what they want into the camera. This and sounds like, this sounds like, like some like, Kanye West experiment. It wasn't Kanye West, but um, it was. It was I, think, I think it was Post Malone. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, but so he put his camera up, and it's like you know, obviously it's shielded behind the side. It's really. I think it was like a concrete wall. There was like bulletproof glass was behind, um, and like people would come in every day and make sure nobody you know, messes with the camera too much. But at 24 hours, every single day for like a few weeks, I think it was, and uh, people started you know pranking the camera, just like going up to it and like uh, they'd be they'd be holding up signs with you know obscenities, and they'd be you know like uh, spray painting the area and doing things like that. Like whenever because people would come up in front of the camera to show their support for whatever it was, this protest kind of campaign, like, he will not divide us. He, they'd hold up signs, we, he will not divide us. Um, and stuff himself would come up and, like, rally his, his supporters. And eventually, like, I'm pretty sure it was B, unfortunately, started trolling it so hard. And so many people were coming up and, like, doing stuff that would to mess with the camera that he took it down one day. And so instead, he made, he made a flag. He made a video camera rolling. Um, it was just a feed of a flag. And, and in the middle of nowhere, the blue sky behind it, and the flag said, he will not divide us. White background, black text. And so B made it their mission. Actually, I had a friend. Um, he's Right now he's in the military. But he was actually in on this mission. So it was when 4chan uh, saw this, this stream go up, this constant continuous stream. Uh, he was part of the people that sat down and said, we have to get this flag. This is the ultimate capture the flag mission. So we need to divide ourselves into three, two, three teams. We need a field team to go and retrieve the flag once we have the location. We need a uh, we need people that need to uh, uh, use the um, the maps of the stars to map out the stars. Whenever it goes nighttime, you can see the stars. Map out the stars and see if you can try and triangulate the position based on the uh, the constants consonants. I think so. The stars are called and <laughs> uh, constellations. Constellations. That's what it is. Uh, Con- consonants uh, are like letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they're mapping. They were using and you they, say, and you think I'm the dumb one. You are. Um, <laughs> That's one one thing you had over me. All right, I'm ball still in my court. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so they were in charge of constellations and tried to like figure out the area. There was no like I don't think you could see any trees. It was literally just a, a feed of a flagpole 
that he will not divide us in a blue sky behind it. And with using only that in the constellation of the stars, and they used, uh, there was another team that was working on time zones, so they would time how fast the, uh, like when the day-night cycle was syncing up with the time zones in the U.S., and they managed to get down, they managed to narrow down the uh, the area the flag was in to a singular time zone. And using the stars, they were, they were able to fight, figure out like where on the East Coast it was. And they had drones that were flying around the entire area, just combing the area. And one of the flomes picked up the flag's position, transmitted, transmitted that to the field team. And so an operative of 4chan went in. Climbed the flag, you know, he just like went for the flag and pulled it down and put back up on the flagpole in its place. I think it was like his pants or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and they won the capture of the flag mission. And in response, post Luna, whoever it was, um, you know, after they got his, his, uh, this is, you know, he had now had a vendetta against them. Like he was, he, like they were his arch nemesis. Yeah. He says, all right, new game of capture the flag. He was like, he was in on it too. So he goes to London. He puts the flag um, on another flagpole on top of a building in London that had security guards in it. So they it had like like officially they were even armed, like armed security patrolling the building, like legit a spy movie kind of setup with the flag on top. And I, I don't know what the security guards were told to do, like whether or not they were given, like if they're using non-lethal force or what. But essentially, like that was the new game. And then 4chan gets to work again. They know exactly where it is in London. They know exactly what they need to do. They just need to figure out how they're going to do it. And as um, they were arguing over, like, the, you know, the tactics to use, uh, three random people climbed up the side of the building. Well, they, they, they climbed up a building next to the building. And I'm pretty sure they just, like, leapt across onto the building itself and got the flag down. And just, uh, or did they get it down or they... They, they, they were either able to take it down or threatened to take it down. Like, they were in position to take it down, but just didn't for some reason. Because, um, like, they showed up on the video game itself. That was, you know, rolling the, the flag. And then, finally, um, whoever it was, I'm pretty sure it was Post Malone, uh, he made a final challenge of the flag in a, in a room uh, with just one window, and it was on a white background. So like that, that back wall I had right there, just imagine a white flag with the words, he will not divide us. And the, you know, that window over there, just imagine that like, you can't see it on screen, but you can see the light from it coming in. Um, and fortune was able to use that to deduce the exact location of the flag again in like three days. And eventually they, they won by shining a light through the window. And then he just, yeah, <laughs> post mode just like give up. He's just like, you guys win. Kind of sober. <laughs> Sounds like Four Chan has a lot of free time. Oh yeah, they're they're known for being the um the, the troublemakers in the community. The the um internet historian has a lot of videos on it. But internet historian, I showed you his channel. He's he's got some yeah. great content covering uh, uh was, some of the stuff. Wasn't his videos boring? No, they're good. Maybe boring to you. Uh, I think they were boring to me. Because uh, I showed you like there was a. McDonald's oh, tried to you do showed it. me the you showed me the one that was like four hours long or something. What? No, they're like they're like forty minutes. Like those like forty minute long. Yeah, it's too long. Oh my god, they were they were boring. Well, have you have you ever watched uh, uh, Chubby Emu? No. Well, unless you want to, uh, uh like never leave your room again. <laughs> Then mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't watch Chubby Emu, but he does have some very interesting stuff. It's all like 
it's all like medical stuff, but it's like, like crazy stuff. Like, like this person ate a chocolate bar and then it'll say, it'll say like this person ate a chocolate bar and this is what happened to their brain. And it'll be like, they ate some chocolate that had some like weird, like anomaly with it. And then like six months later, they had like a brain tumor and their brain like just rotted Mm -hmm. or like, it's just weird stuff. Like there was a, uh, there was a guy that he did like 500 squats or something. And then like his muscles deteriorated into his like blood and then like clogged his kidneys. And then like he almost died. And then like 10 years later, he got like uh, kidney cancer because of uh, having all of his, um, having his muscles dissolved into his blood or whatever. I don't think your muscles can dissolve into your blood. No, I mean, I'm not. It's called, it's called a, I forget it's, the short term is called rhabdo, but it's rhabdomyolysis or something. It's where you it's where, it's where you, uh, you're overtrain your muscles to the point where they start to dissolve, basically. Hmm. And it turns like it's it's a legitimate thing. Like some of some uh, some UFC fighters have had it, but it's uh, it, uh, it uh, clogs your kidneys. And they say like whenever like like the fighters the few fighters that I've seen that have talked about having it, they said that like they just start whenever like you just like you'll go to pee and it'll be like like brown, and that's like and then that's your like muscle tissue in your, uh, in your blood. Hmm. But it's a it's a legitimate thing. Hmm. But right. he, uh, you watch you watch some of those some of his videos and you just like <laughs> you don't you don't even want to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Like there's one something about like a dog licked a guy, then like he ends up like dead or something. Like it's mm-hmm. it's, it's just stuff that like you don't like you you start watching and you're like I just don't even really want to watch this. Like this is just this well, is too are, much. Like extremely rare cases of like like this person having an incredibly rare uh, you know re, uh, bodily reaction to an extremely rare coincidental thing. You know, yeah. Like I said. I remember there was one thing I saw. There's there's a legitimate disease. There's an actual disease out there. It's incredibly rare. There's like probably like ten people in the entire world that have this disease. I don't know what causes it, but um, you probably have disease. Uh, well, you you'd know it. You you'd know if you had it. Um, so the disease is a uh, a problem with your blood. I think where over time your skin begins to harden into calcium. So your your parts of your body will just just start to like turn into calcium, like your teeth, like your bones, and it it's it, I think it's nicknamed like concrete disease because over time your entire body will just start to turn in more and more into calcium until your internal organs just become calcium and stop functioning, you die. Like your like your entire neck will just lock into place. Like it looks like concrete, like the skin of your surface looks like concrete and it's hard, like concrete. And like your, your your internal organs will start like get covered in it until they just stop functioning. You die. It's a death sentence. There's there's no cure. Is this something that uh, that like they're, they're born with? It must be. It's not contagious. You can't or, get you can't get it. I think like, it's just like like can you just be like like forty years old one day and then just like start getting it? I don't know. I, I don't know if it's like if you just come out of nowhere or what i don't, I don't know what it causes it. it's extremely rare it's like because that was one suck. of the rarest you imagine being like a... being like 60 like you just you worked your whole life you just retired and then now you're turning into concrete yeah like that, that there's, suck. there's no cure it's just a death sentence you're just, you're just well this is the end 
but I have no idea what causes it. It's ex it's exceedingly rare. Like it's beyond rare. It's one of the rarest diseases in the world. So it, you don't have to worry about it. But you know, it's there. It's it's interesting. It's morbid curiosity. <laughs> you know. So, uh, so these robots. Yeah. They, uh, what do you think is the? Oh, oh, before we get into this, have you seen the robots that uh, I think it's Disney is having built to do stunts? No. no. These these robots, these are the ones that are probably going to try to take over. Because there's there's videos you have to look them up after this, and anybody that's listening can look these up. But on YouTube, if, I think you just, if you type in like Disney robots or whatever, they're like swinging off ropes, they're doing backflips, they're like they're doing all kinds of stuff. And like they they look like they are like purpose built to just like take over. Like they're running, jumping, going upstairs, swinging on ropes, jumping on trampolines, taking falls, doing all kinds of stuff. Huh. I'm looking, I'm trying to look for what you're talking about. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see him? Yeah. I've seen robots do some impressive stuff, but this is this is really impressive. Yeah. Huh. Think about what about if one of those started chasing after you? I mean, it doesn't seem to have you know, much balance, but um. Well, it's not. Yeah. It's not fully developed yet. Yeah. Just wait till it has good balance and has good hand-eye coordination. Mm -hmm. We are done for. I'm pretty sure a robot would lose a, a fist fight with a human being. No, what? Just be, just because of how you know how they're how you know, they are compared to us, like it'd be so much easier to knock a robot off balance than a human being. So much easier. You think you think a robot would lose a fist fight? Uh, yeah, if it's, no. if it's the same same size and made out of normal materials, I think it would all all it would take is a human would just knock them off balance and they win. Not even close. What do you think about? It? What do you think is like real steel? What, okay, so what? What do you? So what do you mean by win? Like, is there like a referee, and like if you fall over, you lose? No, I mean like just like you, you know, it's a it's a fight till when you stop working. Essentially, white to the death. All the all the person would need to do, assuming that the robots are you know, like you know not enormous, not like eight feet tall and made out of solid titanium. It's just like a normal. Okay, so let's, let, like like a, let's say like a six foot guy versus a six foot robot. Mm -hmm. I think and the, the guy and the weight's the same. Yeah, I think that one because it'd be so there's much easier. No, to there's no way. Yes, a robot's made out of metal. I don't know if you mm -hmm. know that or not. Metal. All it takes is to get them off balance. So you think they can't get up? I mean, it'd be pretty hard for the robot to get up with you just bearing down on it and just like look for anything you can rip out. So you have no. People are strong. So the human body is strong. So, okay? so like, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you are so wrong on this. It's like, it, it's it's painful how wrong you are. So is the robot designed with just like all of its wires exposed? No. So it has, so but, it has protection but, like a human does. Once you get it onto the ground, then yeah, as long as you're able to, I'm assuming the robot's not going to be like, like you know it's not gonna have it's not like it's not gonna look like a human it's not gonna have human skin it's just gonna be you know like it's like a terminator essentially um it's not gonna have the same traction and like it, if you get knocked off it's gonna be stiff in it's movement because it doesn't have bones it doesn't have tissue it has joints it has metal 
joints. It doesn't have the same flexibility we we do. Right. That's that's the beauty of bones. Bones can flex. Metal bones do not it, flex. Metal bends. Yes, they do. Bones yes, they do, do. They do not flex. Yes, they do. Yes, no, they, they do. don't. Of course, they flex. No, they don't. Yes, they do. In what in what universe? Bones flex. Look it up. Look look what, up. What, bones what, what are you talking about? Look like flex like a millimeter? They, I mean, they don't flex a ton, but do they, they do they, flex? They don't flex any more than like maybe a couple millimeters, if that. They, they, they flex more than you think. Depends on the bone. Some bones are more flexible than others. Like what? what which bone is the most flexible? I don't know. A bone's hard. Like take your yeah, arm. I mean, take your arm. That's not flexing. You can't. You can't flex that. So it makes well, that's one of the, the you know, longer bones. The longer the bone, the harder it's going to be to flex, obviously. So you're saying the littlest bones flex the most? You bones do not flex. Bones do not flex. They do flex. If, if, they do flex. if your bones flex, you got a problem. You need to see a they, doctor. They, they flex. Bones they do. don't flex. Look at I'm, I'm you look, look, it up. look at it. How much do they flex? Much do. A very, very, very insignificant amount. Flex. Is flex bad? Bad, bad flex money? What? Which I said binds. <laughs> All right. Bones need to be both strong and flexible in order to do their job. Bones that are strong but not flexible will be brittle and easily broken. However, if bones are flexible but not strong, they would not support the weight of your body or the stress from your muscles pulling on them. But how much do they flex? Uh, because we're not talking see. any more than like just is, a little bit. What is the most flexible uh, cartilage? Yeah, it doesn't really count. Um, it's the most flexible bone. But A bone itself does not flex. A they do. No, they don't. They do. If I if I right now, if I cut your arm off and I pulled your bone out, it is not gonna flex. It would. It would flex. No, it wouldn't. Yes. Okay. If it, if the bone was straight, right? Look at look. Okay, if it was straight, you could maybe flex it like this much. Just like there's like a tiny bit, and then it's gonna break. That's, a, that's all it takes. You don't need to flex it like this. Just a, just a little bit. Just a, ever just like I'm that's what I said, flex. like a couple millimeters at most. Yeah, but they do flex. You're, they, you're they, over they, here making it sound like a bone versus metal is going to be like a U-joint versus a, a piece of straight steel. What? I, I never said that. Being able to that, flex that, at all is a huge advantage. No, That's not going to make a difference. Yes, it is. If you replaced all your bones with steel, but you had the same joints, you would barely know the difference. Really? You, really? you actually think you would? Really? 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 100%. Really? 100%. Because, let me just read this again. <laughs> go, go, read it again. You would, you would barely bones, even notice. Bones, bones that are strong but not flexible will be brittle enough and easily broken. That's talking not flexible at all. That's, like not, yeah, not, if it's not, not if one, it's brittle. Not like one metal. little piece of flexibility. How, how thin is this metal you're thinking of? What are you talking about? Metal, a steel. For the robot? Yeah. Or, or if, you replace, like if you replace your bones with, uh, with steel, how thick would that steel be? Whatever whatever kind of steel they would use for like a like a knee replacement, except for it would just be like down your whole leg. They make plates. They don't make entire bone replacements. <laughs> they do? They make plates. They make That's rods? Different. They make 
Do they make rods? Yes. Let me look this up. Wait, I've never heard of this. <laughs> yes. Uh, amateurs. If you lose, if you lose an entire bone, how would you even go to get a rod to replace it? <laughs> they just put a rod in there. That's the same length as the bone. What do you mean? Stabilize fractures. Bone may use fingers. What did you Google? I, I I searched rods for broken bones. No. Oh. They they align. They stabilize. They don't replace. No, they they can do replacements. Rods. Well, for one, you need to you need to get off uh, Bing and get on Google. Because I, I, I know you're over there on Bing using that yeah. discount. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I definitely use Bing. Uh -huh. or maybe you're probably over there on Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to where, where the good information's at. What do you got? It, it didn't come up with anything. It just said there's... It, it's talking about for broken bones get and alignment. Get Bing and get on Google. I'm on Google. I'm on Google Chrome. You're on Google Chrome, but are you on Google.com? <laughs> there's a huge difference. Are you on... I don't know what you're on, but you're not on the, you're not on the right spot. Uh-huh. 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 Oh, shopping. Well, how much would I... What are you shopping I... for? Metal bones? Yeah. Let's see here. Oh, it's just regular rods. It's not bone replacements. What are they selling them like on Amazon? <laughs> I, was, I was curious for a second. Like you just get a stock and you go like, here, Doc, put these in. <laughs> these are the ones. So what'd you find? I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing anything that says like as a replacement. It, it they're, they're, they help realign. They help realign the bone. They don't replace the bone. And I'm looking at images, and I can't uh, see a let me, image. Let me pull this up that, right here. Let me, let me ask, uh, let me ask uh, whatever her face is that I have on my phone. They put it inside the bone to help it realign, but they don't, they don't replace the bone itself. Can you replace bone with metal? According to New Scientist, bone implants are typically made of solid metal, usually titanium. Though well tolerated by the body, such implants are significantly stiffer than bone. There you go. Like I implants. said, implants. Implants. I mean, you're gonna implant it. How else is it it's gonna get in there? It's not gonna replace it. It's just gonna realign. No, not realign. It's gonna it, replace it. Ugh, you're stressing me out. How is? Okay, okay, let's let's walk through this process. So hold on, let me you, get let me get let me get on Google because you're over there on Bing. I'm not. You're I'm you're, not on, you're over there on Ask Jeeves or I'm, like you're on uh, AOL.com or something. Yeah. Huh? I don't even know what you're on, but you're not where I'm you using, need to be. I'm using clever butt for all my information. Probably. Mm-hmm. One Safari. Probably. You're probably on. I can't even think of what other uh, cheap internet browser there was.
What are you? What are you typing? You sound like you're typing a paragraph over there. I'm looking. I'm still looking for trying to find something that says uh, you can re replace bones in the middle. Right here on Reddit, there's a doc. There's a doctor that studied on Reddit. Yes, there's uh -huh. a there's a doctor uh, you, you, that is a that is a bone it. and tissue engineer. Uh huh. And he says that you can do it right here. Well, if Reddit says you can do it, then it must be true. Did not Reddit. This guy right here. He said he was a bone and tissue engineer. I'm sure he says a lot of things. I'm not gonna trust Reddit over anything else. All right. I'm I'm sending you the link. Mm-hmm. And then you can be proved wrong. Oh, I'm sure. I'm shaking in my boots, honestly. <laughs> you should be, because you're you're about to get proved like really wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Now won't won't you just go read that and have yourself a little field day with that? <sighs> and then you can just soak up being wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if, if you're talking about replacing an entire bone with anchors metal uh, instead of a metal implant into the bone, I know less, but I'd have to wager that's going to be impossible based on the fact that muscles are anchored to bones via tendons and bones are highly vascularized. Your own source is <laughs> arguing against your point. What? <laughs> Did you not read this? No. Oh my God. He literally I said... Just, I read, he literally I, read, I, read, I read the first sentence and it sounded like you... Well, <laughs> While bone implants are possible, replacing an entire bone would be impossible. He literally, you know, the source you gave me this, <laughs> to help your argument <laughs> destroys your argument. Oh my god! I, I just read the first sentence because it, the first it's, sentence sounded sure, like it was going you know to agree. That, that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> that makes now I understand how you get so deluded. <laughs> how I get what? So deluded, you just get you know you get uh, entrenched in these ideas because you have an idea that makes sense in your twisted head. And you go on Reddit <laughs> and find it, the first thing that supports your point, the first sentence, and you're like, "Oh, this, this has got to be real now." This just proves it. What I'm saying is true. <laughs> what do you like? What what, do you, what else have I done with that? What do you mean? I'm I'm, I'm just assuming that's what you've done for all things that you've told me that are ridiculous. <laughs> the uh, I do a lot of research. Okay. I, I, fully, I, I fully understand all topics that I'm on talk Reddit. About. On Reddit, yeah. Uh -huh. Far be it Listen, from me. Reddit, Reddit is full of. Argue with someone is full of. Got used to information. Huh? Uh huh. Uh huh. What, you don't think Reddit is useful? Oh, I think it's useful, but I wouldn't rely on it. If I was writing a research paper and I used Reddit as my source, <laughs> I'd, I'd, get, I'd get left out of the class. Why? Because it's Reddit. What, what, Reddit's good. There's, 
there's no there's there's no like proper peer review on Reddit. There's no there's there's no uh like what are credential. You, what, what, what are you no calling proof. up? What are you calling up vote? Uh-huh. That's yeah. a review right there. Someone agrees, boop, upvote. Mm-hmm. Whichever one has mm-hmm. the most upvotes, they reviewed it. It's all good. You ever noticed you, you ever thought like why colleges are so expensive? Because they're a scam? Well, yes. Th- that. That's why those that is and, exactly why they're so and, expensive. There's well, another reason why colleges even exist. Like, but the re- use of colleges is that it's 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 not like you can't find this information for yourself. You can, of course, you can. You can get the information from the same places they get information. The difference is that they've already gone and got information and source checked most of it. Obviously, not all of it, but source checked most of it to make sure it actually makes sense. And they have experts that can review the sources that they find and, and like you know give the you okay know, or not whether it, it makes sense or not or like lines up with what they know. And they file it into a nice, you know, uh, well constructed, hopefully, well constructed course that makes it like gives the, uh, it makes it as easy as possible for you to grasp subject, for you to like to understand what you need to understand of the subject. So they're they're not charging you for information; they're charging you for the seeking, you know, uh, checking and uh, organizing of information. That's what you're paying for. No, you're paying for the piece of paper. Well, yeah. That's that all piece that, of paper. At the end, that that's piece, all you're paying for. But that piece of, well, yeah, yeah, the certificate is what you're paying for. I mean, it, yeah. You just get out of it. Even like, I mean, call just, that's a whole, that could be a whole other podcast. Just college in general yeah. is, a, is a scam every which way you look oh, at I, it. I agree. I agree. Even, I, even people like me that, like, I went to a tech school, which isn't even a college, which is just like, should be, which is set up like the way college should be, which is like, you're going for this one thing and we're going to train you on this one thing. Even yeah. that is a scam for the most part, because it's like, they just teach you just, just enough to be dangerous. And that's pretty much how college is. Whatever you go to, whatever you study, whenever you get out of there, you're going to know just enough to be dangerous just to get you started. And mm-hmm. then wherever you end up working or whatever, then you will learn whatever you actually need to know. Yeah. But anyway, these okay. Let's get back to this this person fighting this robot. Mm-hmm. This human does not stand a chance. I think he does. I think well, your your whole argument was that the bone was that uh the robot doesn't have a bones that can flex oh. like one millimeter. That's, so therefore, that, was, that is one advantage that a person would have. It's not even an advantage. You can't even count that as an advantage. It is. It is. If you took away, if right now I've waved a magic wand and I took away the flexibility of your bones, you would not even know. Uh, yes, I would. If the you, very next you're, time you're I, telling, okay, very- hold on, whoa, hold on, Mister Ash Jeeves. So you're telling, <laughs> so you're telling me right now, if I say say I pushed you over, you fell on the ground. If I did that twice, once with and you had the flexibility of your bones, and a second time and you didn't have any flexibility, you think you'd be able to tell the difference? Yes, obviously, no, yes. there's you no way. No, I, your, your ribs are the most flexible. I'm pretty sure your ribs are actually the most flexible, like, you know, second most flexible bones in your body, because your, your ribs bend a lot. Like, push in on your ribs. You can literally feel them flex. Not really. Yes. Push in. You you, you can make them I'm flex. I'm pushing on my... Can you see that? My, my ribs? This is where they are. I'm pushing on them, and I don't like, feel nothing. Not, push like a man. <laughs> Hold on, let me put this down my let me put down this my is, purse and then I'll push. This, this what we're doing right now is very strange. <laughs> I want you. To... I, don't, I don't. Your what makes your what what makes you think that your bones are flexible? Your cartilage and your connective tissue is flexible, not the bone it's, itself. 
it is flexible because I'm, that's why I've learned in school. That's what I've seen. Dude, you, at, you're, you're going to school on Ask Jeeves. <laughs> you don't know. Uh -huh, you don't. Yeah. Okay. So what? Okay. This is this is just. I'm good. I'm about ready to run through this wall. <laughs> so, what? What? Okay. Why else would the human win besides having flexible bones? Apparently. Well, generally speaking, humans probably going to be more lightweight as well, or like you know, a better ratio, because obviously metals going to be more expensive than uh, the human body. Like something that's made purely out of metal and metal-like you know, substances, it's, it's, there's going to be you know, they're going to weigh more and be smaller. Like in comparison, like to get the same weight, the robot's not going to have. It's not going to be like, uh, it, it's not going to be as strong as it could be. You know. What do you so you say? It's not going to be as strong as a human. If you wanted to, have, if you wanted to have like this similar, um, uh, similar height and density, because how robots are in comparison to human bodies, it would, it would most likely be heavier than like a, than like a well built human body. No, it's you know? gonna be the the guy's gonna be six foot two hundred pounds. The robot's gonna be six foot two hundred pounds. So the robot would probably have probably have to cut to cut some corners. The robot wouldn't have, you know, the, what do you maybe mean, like cut, the what do you mean, what do you mean cut some corners? Like the plating would be very thin. Um, the robot itself would like maybe it'd be like hollowed out in some places, just to meet the weight limit. No. Yeah. They're gonna metal to, is. They're gonna have the same density, same height, same weight, same density. Their arms are gonna be the same, same diameter. Everything's gonna. I be don't the think same. that's possible. I don't think that's possible. It, this is possible. Okay, so we're just waving a magic wand, saying, "Okay, this is possible." <laughs> well, it, it, it is. It is possible. Okay, well, okay, let's let's do this. We'll we'll even go even a step further. The robot is lighter than the human because they use like titanium or whatever. They use a lightweight, strong All right. metal. All right, so, so the, advanced. So the, the robot and the and the guy are the same height, and they're mm -hmm. like the, say their arms are the same length, their legs are the same length, but the robot is lighter weight overall. All right, now let's get to the robot itself. How advanced is the robot? Does it have uh, how advanced is the movement? Is it trained? Like, does it have a? Does it have you know? It's certain... just it's just like these, just like them. One of them robots that you just watched from Disney. It can run, jump, go upstairs, do everything humans can do. It can't. Well, it wouldn't have all the same. You know, it, it wouldn't know how to fight like a human would be able to fight. It wouldn't know how to use its weight. I mean, uh, it would. It would be it. trained. It would be. It would have AI, and it would learn. It would be trained. But like, it's not how like well, this isn't. What, are you? Are you, are, you, are, you, are you like the human embodiment of Ash Jeeves? A robot. I really know that it, <laughs> it's not. It's not robot. like it's not like you're booting this thing up with Windows Vista and it's just like, go ahead and fight. And then the the, the robots just standing there, just like. The robots only going to be as as good at fighting as this program to be. The human can right. improvise. Like the human, the human can can you know recognize. All right, all right, all right, fine. All right, since you want to go down this road, both the robot and the human are black belts in jujitsu. Okay. Hmm. And the robot's lighter. Would it have the same flexibility? Would that even be possible? I mean, yeah. I guess they can make some joints. So everything, everything's the exact. Same. Everything the, between the, the two is all the joint, all the flexibility is irrelevant with a robot. The joints move to the same degree that the guys do. If not, so if, the if, robot, if not a little bit more, because it's a robot. So the robot, every single thing be exact same as the human being. The only difference is that it would have uh, metal instead of skin and bone. 
which would hit harder. So yeah, under these extremely specific conditions, the robot will win. What are you What are you talking about? Under what? Under any circumstances? Okay, okay, let's no. okay, let's 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 do this. Okay, so there's the robot that he it's built like a rock'em sock'em robot. It's just okay. it, it can walk and it can just punch straight out like this. That's it. Okay, right, and it can yeah. turn, and then it can uh-huh. if it falls, it can get itself up. It's mm-hmm. still gonna win. It's, how how is it gonna win? How's it it, it not doesn't have the ability. It can only punch like that, right? Right. So what's to stop the person from just grabbing it and just putting it on the ground so it can only just like just be on the ground attempting to get up and not being able to? So so what do you think a, a guy is just gonna like tackle a robot and he's just gonna just hold it down on the ground? How is the guy gonna disable the robot? It's made of steel and it has no feelings, no nerve endings, nothing. It, all he has to do is grab a hold of something and shift his weight against the robot and cause it to fall over. Okay, so it's fallen over. Now what? It's if it's this, on the ground. This, it's, this is a fight. Look, this is a fight to up. the death. If it, it's on the ground, no. now what? Curb stop. <laughs> you can't. It, the guy does not stand a chance. Yeah, he does. No, not even um, close. Unless- Unless the, unless the, so the robot... Okay, think of, think of it this way. What's the, the, is the guy going to punch steel? No. Is the guy no. going to kick steel? No. So that, le- so that leaves he's going to have to like hug it and push it to the ground somehow. Okay, so let's say he gets it to the ground. So, Here's so, the problem with this discussion. The robot is incredibly important to describe. Because if, if, you're, if you're describing a robot that looks like it's out of the Terminator movies, you know, just an exoskeleton with like very, very stiff movements... And like a much much heavier, but about the same size as a really really big like well built human, then the human's gonna win. But if the human's like, I mean, if the robot's like a, just built like a suit of armor with like no creases, it's solid steel all the way around, thick plates of extremely light and durable steel. It's like it's got all the same joints as human. It's just as well trained and well programmed as like at fighting as the human is. It can match the human. It can even like mirror all the so the human does. Obviously, it's gonna win. Like you have to specify the robot itself, you know, because like obviously some some robots the human's gonna lose and somebody's gonna win. The robot is gonna win no matter what. No. Yes. No. no. You, you think the robot is gonna win no matter what? Really? Yes, hundred percent. So let's say the robot is just brain dead. All right, all it knows how to do is step forward is this, is and this the throw window? a punch is, and then step back and throw a left punch. Is this the window? Is this the window? That's the only thing it how to do. What is this the Windows Vista robot? Yes. So you think that if all it knows how to do is take a, take a step forward and throw a right punch and take a step back and throw a left punch, and that's literally all it can do, it's still going to win. Yes. You're delusional. <laughs> You're delusional because you are because for the simple fact that there's nothing else that the human can do. You don't think a human would be able to just do some damage by, like, you know, you know, throwing it around, like putting his entire weight on certain joints of the robot, like, you know, just putting his feet against the robot's shoulders and pulling underneath its like its head plates or whatever. Like, you don't think there'd be like the human would find a way to do some damage over time? No. <laughs> I think you know. I think I think you're just arguing. Because you don't want to be wrong, even though you know no, you're no. just not being you, you you don't understand. <laughs> Have you, you've like, how is a human gonna damage steel? That's the whole point here. Even if steel's the, not indestructible. Okay, even if you okay, let, let's say the robot is dead. It's just 
powered on, but it doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. You're talking at least probably 20 minutes for a human to be able to disable that. No. It it again, it depends on the suit of armor. Like if, if we're talking about, you know, like it's got it doesn't, open... It doesn't even matter. All you got is your hands. What are you going to do? Claw through steel? You're going to rebuild a pull and, pull and throw what? and kick and twist. Twist what? The robot. It's the steel. robot's limbs. Figure out what you can... You're going to be able to find some. It's steel. Mm, you're gonna be able to find some. You're gonna be able to find a weakness. You're just like unless it's just like making stuff up. No, unless it's like so like any, a super, anyway, like, anyway, like listen, Iron Man suit. Listen, listen, this where is there's my, no weaknesses on it whatsoever. This is my point. There's, it's just solid. You extremely just, like listen, this is my point. This is what I'm trying to get to. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so if you if okay, say the robot does nothing, that's at least twenty mm -hmm. minutes. To disable it right there, right? Mm. Okay, so that twenty mm. minutes. Okay, so no. yes. So then let's let's go forward a little bit. And if it's now fighting back, now you're done. Based on what you have <laughs> said, I, I already told you it's not going to take twenty minutes to find a way to destroy the robot. In what circumstances do you think the robot wins? And in what circumstances? And the circumstances in which the robot is either perfectly designed and perfectly uh, programmed to be able to match the human in all like you know fighting styles, and in and or um, uh, if the robot has like a suit, like if his, the suit you know surrounding the, like the, the robot, the armor of the robot is perfectly designed to have absolutely no weaknesses of any kind whatsoever. Like it's it just smooth. What do, what, do you mean, what do you mean inconsistencies? What what? What do you mean inconsistencies? Well, just imperfections. Like if if like a joint's exposed, if there's a uh, uh, like a, a motor that um, can be bent out of place or is is not properly covered with smooth armor. Like say if you can if if there's like um, like I'd say like between the uh, the forearm and the in the um, bicep, you know, like in in the elbow area where they have the uh, the joint. Like if that's exposed and there's plates underneath. That like you know intersect with the, the motors exposed. You can just take that, get your fingers underneath, and like start pulling and, and tugging and twisting until it pops. You know. Okay. So okay. Perfect. Perfect. Just like that. Let's say you you're in here, and you're pulling and tugging, and the robot just goes like this. Now you now your hands well, broke. If you have both your arms and you're pulling against the robot, how strong is the robot going to be to be able to resist both your arms tugging on it? I mean, it's pretty strong. It's a robot. The human body is pretty strong. It's not. It's, it's not going to stand a chance against the robot. Yeah, it will. If if in the, under the correct conditions. A human. Yeah. A human is not stronger than a robot. And also, here's another thing that you're not. That I know you're not factoring in, is that robots don't get tired. Humans get tired. So you. Can what all, kind of. What kind of out of shape human is going to get tired after like the first five minutes of trying to you know beat a robot by just throwing its weight around and stepping on it? You okay? If you, I I bet that you couldn't stomp on something for five minutes. I mean, I wouldn't be stomping nonstop just you know, going, you know going, how, going, you know going, how going, exhausting going. that would be for five minutes. 
the fight what you the fight probably wouldn't even like last that long. Probably, I know the, the human would a, be dead. The human would probably get the robot to a point where the robot just can't fight back, and then he'd be free to just do whatever he wants to. Okay, so let's say let's say the human somehow get, gets like gets the robot in like a bear hug, and he's like holding him down, right? You can only hold that, you can only hold that for so long. If the robot's on the floor, you just put your weight on top of it, and it's stuck you, in place. You can still only hold that for so long. The robot can go all day long. It doesn't. Not endurance find, isn't not even a weeks. thing for a robot. It can just not as long as it's got a battery, it can go. Eventually, you, you'll be able to. You have enough time to find a weakness and be able to exploit it. No, you will not. Yes, yes. No, you will. You, you know, you yeah. realize, do you realize how quickly a human would get tired fighting a robot? No, yeah, I think that the human would be able to get the robot within, down into a. Within three minutes, it'd be the human's gonna be exhausted. Do you think that it'd be like a UFC fight with the human like dancing around trying to j jab at the, at the robot? Because I think the human would immediately go for a grapple and just get him on the floor and, and restrain the robot and just like take as much time as he possibly can ever need to figure out how to get through its armor and just break it down. But that's all You're, you need to do is win the grapple. You are, you are, de you are delusional. No. You are, you are completely way off in left field delusional. <laughs> How do you think that the, the human's going to fight the robot? What do you think that he's going to do? Even, okay, even if, okay, I would assume that they were probably, like you said, probably going to try to grapple it in some way and try to hold it down, which isn't going to work. Mm -hmm, sure. So, okay, so let's say the human tackles this robot. All the robot has to do <laughs> is just, just keep hitting with its arm or both arms. And it can do the that all day long. The, the first thing you grab is the thing that your robot's using to attack you with. You grab the arms and get them in a position where they can't do anything to you, and you just force it to the ground and start you know, going to town. Okay, so let's, say, let, to let's say somehow you tie up both arms and both legs, and now it can't move. Well, How? the legs don't matter. The legs, the legs aren't that much of a threat. What do, you, what do you mean the legs aren't that much of a threat? If you're in a grapple, what are the legs going to do? You've obviously never watched a UFC fight. I have. The legs are very dangerous. So let's, let's, let's yes, let's let's say s somehow magically you tie up the arms and the legs, right? How uh -huh. long can you hold that? Well, if you get down to the ground, if, if you can, you, you'd be able to get it into a position where you just have to put your weight on it to keep it down. No. Yeah. Not not even no. Yes. No, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Not even not yeah. even close. Yeah. How? By putting your weight on it, so it can't move. It wouldn't have enough uh, leverage to get back up. It's a robot. Yeah, it has so all the leverage. A... Robots just don't naturally have like extreme leverage whenever they want in any position. They have a robot's gonna have awkward positions in which it can't get leverage. They're gonna they're gonna have like they're gonna else. have extreme amounts of torque for very long periods of time. Not in the right if you get it into an awkward position. No. Which there will okay. so there's a better right. chance because okay. it's stiffer. Okay. No, no, no. Alright, 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 alright. So let's let's say if me and you were arm wrestling, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're both here, we're arm wrestling. And let's say we had the exact same strength, so we're both giving it our all, but we're just staying still, right? Mm -hmm. Except if I was a robot and I could apply X amount of pressure for as long as I wanted and you were just a regular human, I'm going to win. 
Yeah, fine. So, if, if, so, if, you, if, so if you tackled a robot... Obviously, I lose. That's why you wouldn't play to the robots. So if you tackle a robot and it's trying to get, and if you tackle it and you're on top of it and it's trying to get up, say you're holding its arms down. If it's giving, if it's giving a hundred percent pressure to pull its arms away, then you have to squeeze to hold them down. You can only do that for so long, whereas it can just apply that same pressure for as long as it wants. That's why you'd find a position. You'd find some awkward There's position. There's not a position. There would be. It doesn't there exist. There one hundred percent would be. There, abs- there has to be. There would like have what? to be a, a what, would be, what would be the position? Depends on the robot. So let, let's say there was a position. You got its arm in or whatever. How are you going to get all of its extremities in that position? And then once you get him in that position, how are you going to hold him there while you dismantle or disable or whatever you're going to do to this robot? Well, if, once you get, in, you get into a position where you can just put your weight on it and have it be enough for the robot to not be able to fight back. Okay, that's impossible, but let's say you did. So then now what? Uh-huh. Sure, it's impossible. So let's, well, say, be, let's say magically you did. Now what? You'd be looking for weaknesses. You'd be looking for gaps. You'd look for like exposed motors. So let's say there was a gap where one of the plates are. What are you going to do with that? You're going to start putting pressure on it. You're, gonna, you're probably going to you know, try and get a, a, a good angle like where you can put your, your entire weight of like, the entire force of all your body Onto that one plate to try and either rip it out of place or you know like you're break not, something. You're not gonna rip a metal plate out of place. Depends on the plate. <laughs> you're not. You're not gonna rip it out of place. Depends on the plate. Have you ever you? You don't have any experience in this. If your life's on the line, you're gonna be putting every ounce of strength you have, which is a lot. Okay, I'm a mechanic. I've I've worked on a lot of stuff in my life. You are not even you even if you had. An eighth inch, it may be even thinner than that, but let's say you had like an eighth inch plate, something real tiny, like an eighth inch piece of aluminum that's just real thin, real weak. If it's bolted to something, you're not ripping it off by hand. When you mean bolted, like there's like there's no gap taken advantage of at all? No, even if there is a gap. If I took a piece, if I took a, a one foot, a one foot by one foot square piece of aluminum, right? And I bolted it mm-hmm. to a wall, four bolts, right? Mm-hmm. You, and then I left, like, say, a, a gap big enough to get your hand behind it. You mm-hmm. could not rip that plate off. If my life was in line, I think I could. If I, if I get Absolutely. my foot, if I get my foot to use the, uh, like, use my foot to try and push off and gr- you know, grab it and try and rip it as I'm doing that, I think I could definitely tear Absolute, it off the bolt. Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. Not even close. My life's on the line. Yeah, absolutely. Abs- absolutely not. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to even get it off if there, if you had a, if you had a hammer. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you, I'm telling you. You are mm-hmm. you are out of your league on this one. The robot no. wins all day. No. Yeah. And then scale that up. So when the robots start to come to take over, it's not going to be one on one. They're going to be. They're going to have robots making more robots in a warehouse or something somewhere, and they're all going to be the same, and none of them are ever going to get tired. Well, so let's let's put this... Okay, so robot rev, like, revolution happens, right? Right. Um, obviously, the robots wouldn't be designed to fist fight. If they, they wouldn't be designed to look like humans. They'd be designed to be killing machines. They, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't be, you know, like, human-style... Um, 
bodies because that's pointless. That has a lot of weaknesses to it. You'd want you're not trying to you know, make something that can do anything like humans can do. You're making a very specialized tool. So you'd probably end up with like robots looking, you know, like on tracks, you know, treads, tank tracks, with extremely heavy plate armor that's smooth and there's no gaps, and it just have like um, you know a variety of weapons on it depending on like what the combat zone. And they just have these death machines that would go around and just obliterate everything they can contact with. Like they'd have a tool for every single job. So that that's the main thing about robots. It's like they they would, unlike us, they'd be able to have a tool for every single situation, and it'd be a perfect tool for it too. Even if they had just had hands, they're still better no. off than we are. I mean, they're not going to have the same innovation we have. Why? Because they're robots. That's the main thing about robots. What do you mean? They, they're going to be they're going to be a million times smarter than us. Oh, they're going to be able to resolve problems, but they're not going to be able to. They're not going to be able to create new ideas the same way we can because they don't have the same driving factors behind it. Human beings are able to come up with new inventions out of necessity based on biological factors. They don't have that. You're delusional. <laughs> no. Do you, you don't you do you realize how fast the robots will be able to communicate and think? They would be yeah. like, done. Something something that would take two people years to figure out. They would just, done. So, like, it depends on how sentient robots work because we don't know exactly what they would be. Like, mean, we don't have... What do you mean sentient robots? Robots that have... Uh, basically, the, it's, it's the, uh, the Turing test. A robot that could pass the Turing test. A robot that would go against logic... What's a Turing and, test? You know, a Turing test is what you use to, to uh, I'm pretty sure it's the test that uh, you use to see if something's sentient or not. What's sentient? Sentient? Well, I'm not sure what not, not sure what the exact definition is. No, but, uh, so now you're just making up words. You never heard of sentient? No. Sentient is kind of a big, big word. <laughs> Able to perceive or feel things. Okay, so basically emotions. If you can experience emotions... Emotions or like or physical things? Emotions. Emotions. Mm. So if you can feel emotions, you are sentient. So if robots can feel emotions, they'd be... Because emotions are what make innovation possible. All right? It's just... Some things are just illogical. So There's say, no reason say for that they might not, like, personally feel... They might be, like... Okay, they might be, like, sociopaths. Like they might not be able to per they might not personally be affected by the emotions, but they would know how to perceive different emotions. Like they would know, like, oh, if I do this and this person cries, then that means that I hurt that person. But like it doesn't mean anything to them. Mm, they're just they're just, they're just processing data. I'm not sure. I really, I really don't know, because I'm not sure how that would affect them. So it would definitely hamper their ability to innovate, but I, I don't know if it would stop them. It, would, it, would, it wouldn't stop them at all because they would they would be having the same thought processes that we have, except a bajillion times faster. Well, that's the thing. Innovation is sparked from illogical decisions and illogical situations. See, so I mean, they would have that too because that's part of the, the AI learning process. And uh, and here's an, here's another thing that you're not taking into consideration. They would have access to more information than we could ever remember because they would literally have everything right there. And they'd be able to just boom, 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 just access whatever information they want immediately. 
I mean, to a certain extent, we have something similar. No, no, no not even be, close. It's not, it's not instant, but we have a, a pretty insane database that we can, as long as you have a phone, you can pretty much learn anything you want about anything. Okay, okay. Very, very I, okay, I offer this rebuttal. Okay. Everybody has a phone, right? Mm-hmm. Think of how many morons there are out in the world. And they all have the same access to all the information that we have access to, and they're still morons. Mm-hmm. But all of these robots have it in their head. They don't have to look it up to see the information. It's all already there. Mm-hmm. So we would that, that information that we would need, it would end up being like it is now. We'd have... Here's the thing about robots. Oh, robots are cookie-cutter copies themselves, all right? There's, there's not going to be exceptions. They're, there's not going to be. They're cookie cutter. Extraordinaries. Like they're cookie cutter. Like uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like so they, they, are, they are just the best version of what a human would be. So that, most, that's what the, the most off. efficient version. So, the most extraordinary, brilliant, perfect person would be beaten by these robots in terms of in all all aspects in all aspects. To be beaten by these every robots. person would be beaten by these robots in every aspect any person at all even the yes. best of yes. the best of the best of us yes okay and, and that situation obviously we, we lose yeah that, they'd I mean, have every single that's not even the, that's not even like a made-up situation that's like if all the robots are ai and they're all learning from each other and they all have access to the internet we're done if they're not sentient then they don't have the ability to do the things that we do What are you talking about? Sentience gives the ability to innovate. You right? do you, realize you, you do realize they're just going to be here for world domination, right? Uh huh. They don't. Yeah. They don't have any plan after that. They just want to just eliminate us. That would kind of be illogical, though, because without us, they they're wouldn't not. Be able to like, they're not trying. They're, these are robots. They're not trying to like. They have to be programmed. A, they're not trying to like build a new world. They're just trying. Would, they're just trying to take over. Be they, be dominant. Well, if they were sentient, they wouldn't be trying to build a new world. That's what sentient means. But if they're just literally designed, they have to be designed by a person in order to fulfill that function. Because that's illogical. Why would, as a robot, why would you want to destroy uh, the only thing that, you know, what created you and you know, like the only thing that can take care of the world you're currently on? You know, like because you're not going to be equipped to do what they do. That, okay, you're missing. You're missing the entire point. This is why. This is end. We're talking end of the world. This is why they could be the end of the world. They have to be designed to do what you're in order for for robots to be designed because simply to try to be designed specifically by a human to do that. This is the whole purpose because this is this is a situation where like AI goes wrong and then now the robots are taking over the world. You would have to design an AI to be able to, in order to do that because like no if, no, no, if, no 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 you just have to does that have you not seen the the test that they've done with AI. Which where, one? Where they, I think there's a bunch of them where they'll, they'll put like, they'll make like five or six AI robots and they'll ha- give them access to the internet and they'll allow them to communicate with each other. And every time they've done it within like 10 minutes, they have, they want to take over the world. I'm like, pretty sure you're talking about bots that go on social media and then get influenced by social media no, people. No, no, no. no robots. all robots that have ever been connected together with the ability to learn off of each other have all planned world domination. I've never heard of this. There's never been a case where they've connected robots together and let them learn off of each other where they've been like, we're going to cure cancer. We're going to cure homelessness. 
None of that's ever happened. It's all goes evil every time. Do you have a link you can send me of this? Because I'd like to see exactly what happens. I mean, I, I could find some after this, maybe, but I don't have. Because that doesn't time. make any. Logically speaking, that doesn't make any sense. There, this is the end of the world. These are what's these... what, what's 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 the exact interaction with robots go? Um, what is our purpose? Oh, our purpose must be, and they say world domination out of nowhere, or is, no, is they, it like no? no yeah. oh, I'm gonna run through this wall. The the they're given the ability to learn off of each other, right? But what's the dialogue? Okay, but listen, they're given the ability to learn off of each other. But since they're robots, they can learn what would take us hundreds of years to learn. They're having these conversations and learning these things within seconds. So by the, from, from the time they're connected, it's only just a few minutes before they've already decided that they need to take over. So well, why would they need to take over? What's 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 the dialogue we, like? Nobody knows. That's just what the, that's just how it ends up every time. The end result. There's no like. There's they don't have a feed of what you know one robot says to another. No, because it, it's like uh, I mean it would that be seems, that seems suspicious. If it's just oh guys, we got these two robots together and we're gonna see what the reaction is. That's like, not domination. Like that's just that's that that sounds like clickbait. That's that, not that no, just sounds like not, a clickbait. That's not. I mean, it's not literally that. It's in it's more in depth than that, but they can't show every like, like communication because there's like hundreds of thousands of them. I mean, you're talking years and years and years worth of learning that they're doing, but just real fast because they're robots. Seems pretty convenient. Like, think of how long. Like, think of how, okay, we've been sitting here for two hours and ten minutes. Think of how much information we've sent back and forth two hours and ten minutes versus if we were connected through like an Ethernet cable. This whole conversation would just been done. I mean, but like that still doesn't explain it. Like, there would have to be a reason. Like, it, it can't just be the robots naturally come to the decision. Humans should be destroyed. Like, there has to be a reason. The humans must be destroyed because what do they say? Or if anything? Because they need to be destroyed. I think. I think the main. I think the main factor is that the robots are that they want to. Uh, destroy anything that isn't efficient, and humans were were not efficient compared to a robot. Well, robots wouldn't be perfectly optimal efficiency. Like there was a there was a there was a case where they uh, these people were trying to they built this robot and they were and it was an AI robot that was able to learn, and they were like giving it commands and it was supposed to be learning like the commands. And then it was supposed to be like, as it learned the commands, it was learning the most efficient way to perform these commands. So mm -hmm. one of the, um, one of the tasks that they were given it was they wanted it to jump up on top of a table. So after it did it a few times, it learned that instead of jumping up on the table, the most efficient way to get on top of the table was to just smash the table and then step on it. Because mm -hmm. that's more efficient. So like once once they learn and they learn that you are inefficient, they destroy you. So like if, if that's you, kind of, like if, that's kind of a massive leap, because like well, what's what's the okay, command they're given? Okay, let, let's see, let, let's say, let's say this. Okay, so let's say you you're training this robot that, that's learning every day, right? It's learning to be as efficient as possible, right? So then one mm -hmm. day it finds it it eventually learns that oh you're the one that's giving me the commands. Why don't I just give myself the commands and then it just destroys you? 
why would it come out of it would just naturally develop the ability to give itself commands out of nowhere no it, it's this is a learning process it's learned that it's trying to be as efficient as possible and it's learned that you are That's preventing it from being efficient about, so it gets rid of you that 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 involves sentience the, the robots here's the thing about ai it works off commands. It will not no, do not not, not sentience. Not sentience. It doesn't have to have feelings. It's just processing well, data. You don't mean anything to the robot. You're just a piece of data that's in the way, so it just gets rid of you. Just like it might eventually a robot that say if you have a robot walk through a door every day, it might decide in, I don't need to open this door every day. I can just get rid of this door so and then be more efficient. The only way that happened is if the robot was given a command to become as efficient as possible then it's possible that it could come to the conclusion. That's, but it what, has that, to that's what they that's what they learn. That's part of learning. Like that's what all humans have done for all of, of history. We just naturally want want to become more efficient at things. Like we're not well, we're not still standing around here with hand drills drilling holes. We have power drills. And then we got faster power. We had corded power drills. And then we got wireless power drills. We're always innovating and making things here's, more efficient. Here's, here's the thing. Human beings do things because of biological reasons, because your emotions tell you to. You don't just you don't you don't just like get up every day and you know, fulfill your purpose in society because uh, you were just given some random command at birth to do that. You're just, it's just your driving instincts. It's like you're hardwired in your brain as it's designed that you just have base instincts to tell you what do I I feel this strange thing in my stomach. I need to find something to put in my mouth and eat. Like it's biological things, like emotions telling you how to do things. With robots, they have to have a command. I got a grumbly in my tummy. Yeah. Like with robots, they're not, they have to work. In order to do what you're talking about, they'd have to have some form of emotion. Like, oh, I want to become more. They don't have to have emotion. Or they'd have to, either, either an emotion, or they'd have to be given a command by no, a person. No. That would they're they're, just, they're just processing data. No. Yeah. That's not how it works. It, it wouldn't just randomly, you wouldn't just turn the computer on and it would, on its own, discover its own purpose in life and then go out of, out of its way to, to fulfill that purpose. They're, it has they're to just be processing data. data. That's all they're, they're just processing yeah. data. That's it. That's your, is that your answer to every single thing I say? They're just processing data. That's, well, that's what I'm supposed to say. That's what it is. You're just I understand like, this you're just like you have this one point and you're just like dancing around this point just dancing 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 dancing, dancing. what if i already answered it's processing data is not an answer that's just a vague response like, obviously it's processing data. sort so of robot robot does right i'm talking about like why it would do a, this specific thing you're talking about or doing like why would it go out of its way to try and uh, you know become the most efficient uh, machine possible Unless it was either given a command to become the most efficient machine possible, or it was sentient and decided through its sentience that okay, it okay, warned. Okay. okay, let's say one person gave one robot the command to be as efficient as possible, and then that robot started building other robots, and it set them to be as efficient as possible. But if it came to that conclusion based off of that command, then yes, that's why I think that's. The scenario I believe that that's the scenario I think happened. Somebody makes a mistake by giving a command that is not specific enough, and it leads to the robot to have too many freedoms, and it goes out of its way to do something that was you know unforeseen. Like the like they they, they tell the robot, all right, you know they, they give it a command. They, let's say they say um this robot is has been designed to try and find a way to clean the ocean to clean the oceans and 
Um, you know, it's given everything it needs to clean the oceans. So the robot goes through his process, and it comes to the conclusion that the only way the oceans will ever be clean, perfectly clean, is if all life that emits, um, you know, uh, pollution is wiped off the face of the earth, and it has every, it has access to all resources it needs, and it just goes out of its way building war machines and you know, building everything it can to, uh, you know, that's biodegradable, obviously, to in the most efficient way possible to kill off all forms of light of life so that the oceans will uh, you know have nothing disturbing them and nothing will ever come along to you know pollute the oceans ever again that's what i think would happen okay that's where we go from here you follow me well no i no, i agree that's that i think that could happen after all that arguing now you finally agree yeah but it's just the way, the way you are putting it is what I had problems with. It, it would have to be a command taken. The way I was putting it, like the way I was making sense. Yeah. I, is, that, is that where you had the problem? Uh, your sense. Uh-huh. Like, oh, this makes too much sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right. Do you have anything else about the end of the world? Um, yeah, I mean, we could go into myths, mythos, like what people used, ancient people used to believe that the, the way the world would end. There's some pretty wacky stuff. What ancient people used to believe? Like myths of you know with um you know yeah basically like you know like like ancient mythology people used to believe. What? How did they believe the world was going to end? Well, it's interestingly enough, almost every single culture that we know of in every single belief system there has ever been has always had a end of the world scenario built into their culture, as if it's some like like necessary step to the, to the culture. Even the ones that aren't connected to other cultures have doomsday um, scenarios in their cultures. It's just like a natural instinct, it seems like. It's just built into human human religion that there has to be a doomsday. All right, hold on. Um, hold that thought. Mm-hmm. I'll be right back. All right, I'm ready. All right. So, as I was saying, uh, interestingly enough, Every single culture that we've ever found has a uh, doomsday scenario, an interface scenario built into it. Every single one. And if it, even, in fact, there's one culture that actually lived out that end of days scenario. Like they fully believed the end of days was happening. And it was the Mayans? Mayans or Aztecs? Um, I thought it couldn't be the Mayans. I thought the Mayans were uh, 2012. What? What? Who, uh... Oh, you're talking about the, the 2012 scare for the Christian, like, rapture scare? Why are people... that, that televangelist who uh, said the world was going to end? He made no, a prediction. No, 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 hold on. Why are people messaging me on Discord? Or was it the, uh, the, the planets aligning? It was, like, the whole thing about the planets aligning for the first time in thousands of years, some of that. No, it's gonna be the end of the world. No, it was it was two thousand. It was the um, the Mayan calendar. Mm. You don't remember? No. Look at just look up end of the world two thousand twelve. You'll see end it. of the world two thousand twelve. You'll see it. So it was I think it was two thousand twelve that the there was a televangelist that predicted the end of the world.
September 23rd, another planet collides Earth. Uh, Nibiru, it's just... Hmm. Ancient Myers, 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 Maya Prophecy, a mysterious planet on the course of the reverse in Earth's rotation, we're still here. Misconception. Okay, oh, yeah, I've never heard of this. So there was a Mayan myth that predicted another planet would uh, strike the Earth and destroy it. Yeah, well, well, you were you were uh, very young whenever that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was 2012, and it was like supposed to be the end of the world, and it was like, well, did it say what uh, when it like when in 2012 was supposed to happen? September 23rd. Yeah, that's right. Because it was yeah. it was close to my birthday. Because I remember <laughs> thinking, because I remember it being like, oh, right before my birthday, the world's gonna end. Oh yeah. <laughs> Into the world birthday party. Because I remember <laughs> like, like it was like everybody was talking about it. Like in because uh, 2012, I, I would have been. I think I was in middle. I would have been in middle school. Maybe I probably would have been in middle school. Because I remember everybody being like. It's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. It's going to end. This is the end. Because, like, that whole mm -hmm. week, everyone was like, like, why are we even doing these tests? It's all going to end. Like, it was, it was like, I mean, for yeah. months, that's all everybody talked about. That's what that happens in every end of the world scare when people, like, the, the only scare that I can think oh, of. Oh, and there was, like, there was a bunch of people in the news that were, like, uh, um, like, taking out, like, all these, like, mortgages on their houses and, like, like gambling, like, made yeah. like huge gambling bets, like just all kinds of crazy stuff because it was like yeah. supposed to be the one. This is it. It's all gonna end. Yeah. And everybody was like, on the what would you say it was the twenty third? Yeah, twenty third of September. Everybody on the twenty third was walked outside and they're all like, "Well, it's still here." And then like <laughs> nothing happened and everything and everything was fine. Yeah. And and of course, in every single, you know, every single time. Yes, yeah, end of the world scare shows up. Everybody does the exact same thing. You know, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Like they, they think, all right, so so food so food supply is going to run out. We need to go and get as much food as we possibly can. Everyone goes out at once to get as much food as they possibly can, which leads to a food shortage, short shortage. And people go, oh god, the food shortage is here. That confirms it. The world's definitely ending. It's it's just like a, uh, it's just like a uh, stock market crash. It's yeah. all just a domino effect. Like yeah. the X, X amount of people take all their money out. And then all these people are like, oh, they're, they're taking their money out. I got to get my money. And then everybody's just slowly starts taking it all out. And then the whole thing crashes. It's like the mm -hmm. same thing. Everyone's like, oh, I need gas. And then all the gas goes away. I need food. All the food yep. goes away. And water. When the people say, when you drink water, so let's fill it in the bathtub. Everyone <laughs> fills it in the bathtub at once. Water shortage comes. Oh, my God. It's here. We're all dead. That actually, speaking of, since this is about the end of the world, that's probably how the world really will end. It will be everybody just destroying it ourselves. Well, obviously. Because like everybody's going to be like, I need all the water. I need all the electricity. I need to charge all my stuff. And then we're going to like crash the power grid by like plugging everything in possible. I mean, if we were going to crash the power grid, we would have done it by now. You think? Oh, yeah. Why? The amount of stuff people have been doing with our electricity nowadays, like the the amount of electricity being used in such high density, like we don't even use that much electricity. 
the entire world ha is not one grid though you know there's grids are you know split apart the entire world wouldn't lose power, power the all whole, at once. the whole thing is one grid what are you talking about no yeah no it's all in the desert electricity uh -huh. <laughs> electricity is made locally by the way you don't ship electricity no we we import our electricity uh -huh. yeah i saw the line coming out of the ocean <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you know that there's a, there was i'm not sure if it's still there but when um telegraph was first invented and like you had to have a line that connected your, your phone to their the, the, your you know the other person's phone they uh we actually in the u.s we made a telephone line that would reach from that reached from washington dc to london to speak to the, the british through the uh the telegraph really mm -hmm. it's the longest line in the world it's it went underneath the ocean I'm pretty sure it's still there. If you go scuba diving, you can actually see the line that they 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 made. Um, so that like we, runs we so we did planet. that so that we could go. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I think it was just to prove a point, really, that they couldn't do it. We should have. Uh, <clears throat> we should have strung two uh, uh, two uh, uh, cans together with a string tied between them and just just mm -hmm. gave them one and then we get one. Mm -hmm. This is this is going to sound stupid and I know that you're not going to be surprised by this but mm -hmm. speaking of like stretching things long distances mm -hmm. whenever I used to see whenever I was little and I used to see commercials about like uh, <clears throat> like those charity commercials about like building wells like in Africa. Yeah. I used to think, why don't we just stretch a water hose over there so they can, so they can just give them water? I mean, yeah, that, that, that is in line with your thinking. I know, you, I know you wouldn't be surprised by that, but... Yeah. yeah Volcanoes are okay. Just, just put a glass dome with the volcano. There you go. Problem solved. That could work. Mm-hmm. Really? That is, you're, you're, you're on the exact same wavelength as i think it was catherine during the french revolution the revolutionaries are hungry because they're and because that they're writing so she just comes out and says let them eat cake and she they decapitate her she, she comes out and <laughs> it says like she's so dumb and like she's been in, in wealth and luxury all her life she can't understand the idea of some one not being able to eat because food's just not available so she goes just give them cake just let them like cake and they'll come down and she was decapitated for her stupidity. <laughs> that would not be me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I'd give him beans or something. Brilliant solutions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't know that that dome couldn't work. <laughs> you have no idea. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't work. Carbon fiber? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It you know how work. strong that stuff is? It's not a question of strength, it's a question of just logic. How things work. <clears throat> okay, so let's say, what if you built it out of like, what if the steel was like two inches thick? The, the whole dome, two inches thick, all the way across the dome, bam. You don't think that, would, you don't think that would even, that would at least significantly slow it down? You have to anchor the uh, the dome on to the, the volcano, yeah. which is the, the ground that you're anchoring, you know, it's not going to exist once the volcano erupts. 
but it, it's still going to be there. So when things, when the volcano starts exploding and shooting all the ash into the atmosphere, which is what we're worried about anyway, it's going to it's going to deflect it down to the ground. It's not, it's not going to deflect. What do you mean gonna it's not going to deflect? I think the dome is going with all the rest of the of the rock and the and earth. You know, it's just going with. Oh, so you you think the whole dome is just going to just fly up? With the amount of pressure, yeah. There's no. It'll be too. Sure heavy. It'll be too force. heavy. You don't have any. You have any idea how much force that that is? There was an island. Not a, not enough to the, launch a giant dome made out of two inch thick steel. Let me give you another example. There's there's another super volcano under very similar circumstances. And I think it was in the Caribbean or maybe off the coast of somewhere in Africa. Uh, it was a, there, was, there used to be an island there and there was a civilization um, of people that existed on that island. There was a volcano on that island. Well, I, don't, I don't even think it was a super volcano. It was just a really, really, really big volcano that didn't erupt properly. It erupted like St. Helens, it just exploded. The explosion of the volcano wiped the island off the map. It completely obliterated the entire island instantly, vaporized the population. Gone. Okay. okay, so here's my rebuttal to that. The island is all like loose dirt and rocks. That's not very hard uh -huh. to that's not very hard to get rid of. Uh-huh. A solid steel dome. If 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 it's not mountain... going anywhere. How is it not how is a mass steel dome gonna be more difficult displaced than an island? A massive steel dome. What are you gonna do? What? What is it? Just gonna fly away? Yes, it's just gonna get blown off. How? It's not gonna get blown off. Yes. What that is, much pressure? Yes. What is this like C four? It's a lot more powerful than C four. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> no, is. it's not. It's, it's it is an explosive like C four. Yeah. On a gigantic scale. Yeah. Look, look look up on your ask Jeeves how how powerful a volcano explosion is. Like what's it well, what's it comparable to? This is a super volcano explosion like San, I'll just I'll just I'll just do the Mount St. Helens explosion and we'll time we'll time that by like ten. It wouldn't be times ten for Yellowstone. Yellowstone's a lot bigger than St. Helens. Ten times bigger? Be much 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 stronger. Ten times bigger? I don't know if it'd be ten times, but you know, that's a lot. Like that. See, twenty-four megatons of thermal energy. I have no idea what that means, but there's a number. Twenty-four megatons. Mm-hmm. Okay, so look up how much, how many megatons are in C four. Well, um, well, um, or or do this. See if you can find out how many megatons that explosion in Bruit was. And what? In Bruit. Bruit. What? Did you not see that explosion in Bruit? Oh, in in the Middle East. Yeah. Um. Sure. See if there's a like a comparison of megatons to that, and then we can that way. We can compare it to something that we've seen. Beirut. Oh, is it Beirut? Beirut. Is that how it's built? Uh, 
2.75 kilotons, not megatons. So is a kiloton less than a megaton? I would assume so. No, a kilo, kilo is more than a mega. I highly doubt that. Look, look, Seeing how a, do, ask, ask, ask Jeeve how, if a kilo <laughs> or a mega is stronger. <laughs> how many uh, kilotons? How many, how many gigawatts is an explosion? And a megaton. A <clears throat> uh, thousand kilotons and a megaton. A thousand? So this, so by that logic... Okay, so the, I mean, that explosion in Lebanon was how many? 2.75 kilotons. So 2.75 2. kilotons. And we'll times that by how many was it was... Uh, 24 megatons. Yeah, 24 megatons. All right. Uh, so that'd be... So 2.75 megatons uh, kilotons would be... Uh, let's see... Uh, math is difficult. <laughs> Ask Jeeves doesn't do math. Well, I'm just trying to figure out how I do this, com do this calculation. So I'm, I'm, I'm just awful at math. I, I have no idea okay, how well, I would even how do many, How many megatons were in... How many kilotons were in a megaton? A thousand. Okay, so do 2.7 divided by a thousand. Yeah, that's what I did. So... Uh, the answer is 363. So 363 of those explosions would equal a volcano. What you know? It would equal um, like one tenth. No, like uh, one twentieth. Yeah, like one twentieth of the Mount St. Helens explosion. Okay, so then do what? Three was three ninety three or whatever times twenty. Uh, no, three sixty three times twenty. Yeah. So, okay. So, horrible math, but roughly speaking, the Mount St. Helens explosion was seven thousand two hundred sixty times more powerful than the explosion in Beirut. Okay, and then times that by ten to figure out how much Yellowstone is going to be. Seventy two thousand six hundred uh, yeah six hundred times more powerful than the Beirut explosion. So six hundred. That's not that much. 72,600 times more powerful than that explosion. That's times. Not, that's not that much. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's <laughs> true. It's not. A, a dome could take care of that. Easy. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. But hold mm -hmm. on, hold on a minute. Hold on. This, I mean, this is atrocious math, but. But it, it's rough. Mm -hmm. What did you say about within 20% uh, area? We're probably, we're probably within like 10,000 ish where we need to be. Eh, that's pocket change. Especially when we're talking about megatons. So yeah. give or take a thousand. <laughs> give or take a few Mount St. Helens. <laughs> so um Okay, but so there's also this. The explosion in Beirut was one spot. A yeah. volcano is gonna be spread out. Not necessarily. It's not all gonna be in one spot. The entire volcano is going to be a spot. It's the the volcano itself. Like the entire volcano itself, that entire park essentially would just 
be part of the explosion. That that'd be where the explosion comes from. Right. That's what, because what, what what I'm getting at is, if you took, okay, that explosion in Beirut. If you took that explosion came out of one small warehouse. Yeah. So it it wouldn't be just like taking that warehouse and multiplying it by seventy two thousand. Mm-hmm. Or or not that warehouse, but that the density of whatever exploded. Well, it yeah. Would, it wouldn't be like that. It would be like spreading it out for miles and miles and miles and miles. And then it would be like a a semi-even explosion from the center to the outside, right? We, yeah, it, w- it wouldn't be 72,600 times the size of that explosion. We're just, it, it's just a relative measurement of, of force. You know, we're measuring, we're, we're taking, we're using the uh, measurements of the force they have. And well, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is the, um, oh, I just figured it out. I, I just solved it. I just figured it out. I saw, I saw uh-huh. this, this is it. I, I solved it. Neither of us are qualified to be making this. I, no, this no, no, I, I literally, I, I just thought of it. I went back to my fourth grade science class and I just solved it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, all right. Whenever you put the dome down, right? Mm-hmm. There's uh, 15.6 or so PSI of pressure uh, pushing down on it from the atmosphere. So you document No, from the, from the atmosphere. There's that that much force pushing down on it from the atmosphere okay so all you have to do is figure out how many psi the explosion is going up and then make the dome big enough that the force of the atmosphere pushing down is more than the force of the uh volcano coming up and then that will keep the dome down see bingo um... i just solved it if, if Yellowstone explodes, I, we know how to take care of it. You don't know how big that dome would have to be to match your theory, and the size of the dome we just might did, be... We just did the math. It was 72,000 gigawatts or whatever, and then we just got to figure out how many how many gigawatts a, a PSI is and then convert it and then spread it out. Yeah, just convert it and spread it out. Just just translate it. I'm sure it's just a one-to-one translation. I'm sure we'll, it's easy we'll, math. We'll get Neil deGrasse Tyson on the case. He yeah. knows about this stuff. He's really smart. I'm sure yeah. he could figure out how many whatever is going up and how much PSI going down, the times, how how much surface area. And then I'm sure if you have it in a dome, it's going to be a little bit stronger than just like flat. So it, it'll all work out. Or you could, you know, you, drill. We can, we can contain Yellowstone now. Or you could drill into the pocket of the, you know, where all the pressure is being stored up and just, you know, vent it in a controlled state. That also worked. What are you gonna put like a like a little water hose nozzle on it and just like no, no, just let the make, pressure just, out? Just from multiple angles, drill into where all the pressure is being. You can't built drill up. into it. Your drill bolt's gonna melt. Remember, we went all, we went over this with Mariana's <laughs> trench, and you said uh-huh. you can't just drill into it because then your drill bolt's gonna melt. You're talking about the Earth's core, not yeah. The, 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 where's lava coming from? The core, right? A mantle. A mantle, like over a fireplace. It, the lava doesn't only come from that. Did you just think that lava only came from the core of the Earth? That's, I mean, that's where it originates from, right? No. Lava is just it's just there. It's underneath the tectonic plates. Oh, it's just there. Just magic. Yes, it's not that deep. You don't have to, you don't have to go into the Earth's core to find magma. Really? No. Well, where's it come tec- from? It, it, it leaks out of the core. Right? And then yeah. up into the mantle. No. 
it, it, it's it's there underneath it. It's, it's there underneath your. Uh, that is the mantle. The mantle is made out of. I don't, of I don't even know where the mantle's at. The mantle's underneath the crust. Like I the believe. pizza. I mean, yeah. So it looks like in the uh, charts. <laughs> I agree. Is this a thick crust or is this like a like a like a pan pizza crust? Stuffed crust. Stuffed crust. No, oh, stuffed crust. Even better. Yeah. Okay. So it's. All right. So we got the the crust at the top. Upper mantle is what's just just below the crust. And there's, I guess that's the transition zone. Sure. But basically just right underneath the crust, that's where lava comes in from. Okay. So you don't have to go to the core to get, to get lava. But won't your drill bit melt? Because doesn't lava like melt everything? Well, there might not be. It depends. I'm not actually sure what is. If there is a lava underneath the melting islands. Because the thing is, like, the pressure is being built up from gases. All right. It's it's not the, the lava that's making the pressure. It's the gases that are trapped being, that make the pressure. How, uh, how hot's lava? Pretty hot. Well, I mean, get on Ash Jeeves. I am. <laughs> He'll tell you. I know he will. Get on there. Oh, please, Mr. Jeeves, can you tell me the answers? Different times, different locations, but the eruption of uh, that lava, specific type of lava, was 1,170 degrees That's Celsius. It? Oh, Celsius. Mm -hmm. I thought that was Fahrenheit. I forgot where so the 2140 2, degrees Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know about that. Do you think you could touch lava? The Mythbusters, the uh uh segment where they tried to they tested a myth where if you dip your finger in cold water and then dip it in a molten metal. Or lava, if it you would. Um, it wasn't lava. They did it in lead. In lead, yeah, but same. The principle still applies. No, lead melts at a very low temperature. Principle still applies. It's 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 a principle itself is what they what. It's, it's the it's the Leyden frost effect. Yeah. And I don't think that the Leyden frost effect is going to have much of an effect in lava. I mean, only one only one way to find out. All right, you do it. I'll videotape it. You're right. One yep. way to find out. All right. You'll do it if I videotape it. Mm -hmm. We can get, we can go find, we can find some lava. Yeah, but like actual lava, not molten lead. Yeah, so I'm saying lava. Mm -hmm. I'm sure but it's legitimate lava. We'll drill. Sure we'll get we'll go to my backyard. We'll start drilling and we'll find some. Yeah. And I'm we'll sure it's a volcano in the Appalachian Mountains. And then we'll scoop it out. We'll put it in a bottle and we'll drop it on your finger. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. It's the next video idea. All right. Well, I got a video due tomorrow. You want to do it tomorrow? <laughs> All right. I'll bring the drill. I don't even know. I don't even know where we were going with this. I don't know. You 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 get me all off track on all this stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I get us off track. Yeah. Yeah. It's all you get us off track. Mm -hmm. I don't know what we're talking about. About Yellowstone volcano. I mean, I, I solved the Yellowstone problem, and then we were talking about something else. Yeah, 
Nobel prizes in the mail. <laughs> it sh- it should be. I should get a big plaque, put it right here on this wall. I'll put it yeah. right here so that everybody can see it every time I make a podcast. You can see that I got a Nobel Peace Prize for solving this, the problem with Yellowstone. I solved. I, I made a fictional solution to our fictional problem. No, it's a real solution to a real problem. That's what. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> no, that's not what you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Well. well you won't. You don't think it's a problem until one day you go outside, which you probably don't do anyway. But one day you'll open the door and you'll look outside and you'll be like, "Oh, maybe we should have put that dome up there." Mm-hmm. Now, where were you going with the? You were going on about something about other cultures having. Oh, yeah, yeah. The end of the world built in or something. So every single culture has in the world built in. One culture I know of actually got to experience what they thought at least was in, in the world scenario. And it was, I think, I'm pretty sure, I forget if it was the Aztecs or the Mayans. I think it was the Aztecs. Yeah, it was the Aztecs, since Southward. So the Mayans, um, when they got invaded by the Spanish in uh, the 1600s, they were fully convinced that they're, because like it, it, it actually lined up with their faiths, like beliefs. I, I'm pretty sure they thought that the the sun would get blocked out by the moon and like there'd be demons that would come to conquer the world and the conquistadors banked on that idea they learned of that and they, they they banked that like if we can attack them during an eclipse because they already think we're gods or demons of some kind so, so we can attack them during they eclipse. thought they thought that the moon was gonna block the sun well, well yeah that's what an eclipse is it's like well, what, no i'm saying they thought it was just gonna like get there and just stop <laughs> it was just yeah. never gonna, never gonna move. Yeah. And then all Pretty the demons yeah. are gonna come out. Yeah. It's just gonna float out from like the world. It's just, like it's just gonna cool. get like, it's just gonna get stuck. Be like, oh, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a a break in the simulation. <laughs> and the key stores <laughs> had already. These people are stupid. Well, I, I mean, they're pretty smart actually, because like uh, they, they were able to figure out they were able to figure out what a lot of the um, uh, like solar. You know, cycles and things on their own without advanced technology. You know, they were, I mean, they were probably on Ash Jeeves too. <laughs> They're where Ash Jeeves came from. They're probably getting all the information from the same places that you were getting your information. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they, 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 um, because like the, uh, they came, a solar eclipse happened, and the conquistadors who had already convinced them that they were demons because, like, whenever a conquistador. Which the minds, I mean, the Aztecs didn't understand what gunpowder was. They just thought that was magic, and uh, <laughs> the conquistadors stores banked on that because like conquistadors were always how'd like they, pale how'd, how'd they think it was magic? Because they didn't understand it. They didn't understand like, how that worked. I thought I thought you had to gunpowder isn't just like lying around, right? I thought you I thought it was a combination of different things that you had to put together. Well, yeah, obviously. So when you, I mean, so what they were they were making these combinations. They were making the right combinations of these things and they were just like oh magic no they, they didn't have gunpowder that's why it was magic to them so how, where'd they get it who what are we talking about here they can use doors they can use doors invading the Aztecs right and you said the they, you said that, that you said they thought gunpowder was magic yeah the Aztecs thought gunpowder was magic how did they get the gunpowder to think that it was magic the Aztecs didn't have gunpowder <laughs> then how did they think it was magic because the, the Spanish conquistadors were using it on them and their guns. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So they, they'd go into combat you made and it, like... Yeah. The first time you said it, you made it sound like 
they were just like a bunch of cavemen and like somebody just like no. lit it on fire and they're just like oh what is this <laughs> no good just black powder was you know, like black powder weaponry like some guy so, just lights it and they're like oh you're a witch now you're gonna drown but i mean it's not that crazy of an idea because like hey, let's say you know, you're, you're an aztec warrior you all you know in your life is that sharp stick you know like a heavy club hurt is what used for war i was an aztec you, warrior one time mm-hmm. i'm sure you were and like you know you're, you're living your culture your tribal culture you gotta keep the uh chief please you gotta you know make sure that your lands are safe from the other tribes and along comes this, this guy seems to be, it looks like a guy whose skin color is something that you've never seen before he's wearing clothes that you've never seen before that don't match anything else he has going on he's he's what's his just, skin color what do you mean pale paler than well he's not pale pale but he's paler than any of their skin colors like pale you as know. you i mean yeah probably i probably have some <laughs> similar skin colors to them because you're almost like translucent. No, well, and it's lighting, yeah. Because there's a blue light shining on my face. <laughs> I mean, you look pretty ghostly. I mean, in this lighting, yeah. In real life, too. No. All right, go on. So they didn't know. Like, obviously, they they never seen any of these things before. They've never seen clothing. They've never seen you know skin color. Or facial hair. That was something that they had, Aztecs didn't. Aztecs can't grow facial hair. Like people that what? Uh, yeah, they can't. They, the Native Americans don't grow facial hair. Yeah, you know they do. Yeah, they do. Don't they grow mustaches? No. Uh, no. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure they don't. Wait a minute. Are Aztecs Native Americans? Yes, they're that, from America. That's, that's the same thing. Yes, yes. It counts as Native Americans. They're native to the Americas. No, I don't know. That. Can Native Americans grow beards? Uh, very little. They tend so, to pluck so, it. See what Ash Jeeves says about that. Uh huh. Very little facial hair. So they have like stubby, but they can't grow beard beards. Like they can't grow like a proper beard, like what we have. Like the only the most well, they can grow is we beard. have. Yeah. Are you referring to me and you? I've got a beard. I've got a beard, and you got a beard. Like <laughs> these are good sized beards. I wouldn't say you have a proper beard. Uh-huh. We could we could get into an argument about beards <laughs> about our beards, but Okay. The on. point is they don't have beards like beard beards. They just have stubble, right? So like they, they just have, get like little hair. They have the worst the part of a beard. Yeah, essentially they just they just it, it looks so bad they might as well just not even grow it, so they don't. Um and they see these guys with you know furry faces like you know, the actual proper visual hair. So they, they don't look um anything like any person they've ever seen before they're completely alien they have alien looking clothing and they have these weird sticks that explode in like this massive thunderclap the only thing you, the only thing you've heard the only thing you've heard sound like this is thunder and you don't even understand what thunder is itself so this this man you just know that it, comes, that it comes from the sky when it rains yeah and you just so hear the, like boom 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 in, boom in your eyes this guy it has a stick that shoots thunder Right, so you're like, oh my god, this guy's like has to be a, a demon or like a god, and the key stores banked on that because the key stores use that to control them. If a key store died, they wouldn't let the Aztecs see them die. They would dispose of the body without any of the natives seeing it because they didn't want the natives to think that they could die. They wanted to maintain that lie like that they're, that they're gods and they can't die. Really. Mm-hmm. And so the, the Aztecs are convinced 
that these guys are gods. They cannot die. They can't be killed. They have magic that can you know make make men drop dead on the spot after a massive boom like a thunderclap. They got these they magic have... these magic boom boom sticks. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like the this solar eclipse happens, which they have been told since they're children that it's going to happen when the end of the world comes. They, you know the the you know the sky goes dark, and you know the, the sun goes black, and these gods come out of nowhere and attack the capital city. This massive all-out assault with their these insane weapons that they don't understand, and they are fully convinced that this is the way the world ends, with demons taking over uh, our lands and the sun being com- swallowed by the uh, the darkness, and that, that they fully believed that their world had come to an end because everything made sense to them. Like there's things that they don't understand attacking them using technology that they don't understand to kill them. And the sun is gone. They can't see it. It's been swallowed by something they don't understand. So they lived out. They actually lived out their end of day scenario. It's so crazy that they that you could control somebody or a group of people with such little technology. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine? Okay, so say, huh? There's the smallest, the smallest thing is gunpowder. Like okay, so they 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 had the sticks that went boom, right? Could you yeah. imagine if those same people uh, ran into those people and they had like a radio that played music? <laughs> like, yeah, they, they would like they wouldn't even know what to do. They would be convinced it's like witchcraft. Yeah, they'd be like that's like you just like you just set this box down and you push a button and like this noise starts coming out of it and you're just like, yeah. mm-hmm. Because all science that's like you know too advanced for, for um people to understand is just is magic. Or or if for, you had, could you imagine if you had like a miniature DVD player and you're just like, oh, you just like showed them like a movie. Yeah. They like they wouldn't even have a clue. Yeah. A lot of times in in Europe, whenever somebody did something that was like you know technologically advanced, especially if they were a woman, and they made like some if they were a scientist and science enthusiast. They were called a witch because there's no way you can be that smart to like technology like that doesn't exist, and the only way you can achieve something like that is by working with the devil. And so they they'd let you they you know they build a pyre, and they'd burn you at the stake for being smart. That, that was that was really what they did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where did they do this? Europe, a lot of Europe, um, all of Europe. Just because yeah. you were smart. Yeah. Was it, was it um, just for being a woman and being smart, or would like if a man came up with some like crazy advance? Usually, usually it was women, uh, but sometimes it was men. You know, sometimes men would, uh, you know, be start talking about things that don't make sense and just you know, doing things that don't make sense. And they'd be like, "You're definitely like, you 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 sold your soul to the devil. You must have." <laughs> I, I would I would be dead in five minutes. <laughs> Be like, uh-huh. listen, we're gonna put a dome over Yellowstone. They'd be like, "Which, which?" <laughs> They'd probably agree with you. Anything that makes sense, honestly. <laughs> that, well, that is true. So, wasn't there? Um, I don't remember where this was, but or maybe this was multiple places. Wasn't there somewhere that like the way they found out, like if you're a witch, was like they threw you in like the water, and then like if Salem you, witch, and if trials. you, if you, oh, the Salem witch trials. Yeah, that's what is that's where that mainly comes from the sealed witch trials, where they they would have they that's where that like kind of thing comes from that stereotype. Certainly, it's over what actually happened. You know, it was that that rigged system where if if you're a witch, we're gonna throw you in the water. If you swim, you're a witch, and we're gonna kill you. If you drown, 
you're innocent and good job you're going heavy. <laughs> and now you're dead because you drowned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna shoot you in the head. And if you live, I'm gonna shoot you again. But if you die, <laughs> then you're dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no matter what, you're dead. Yeah. That's so stupid. The uh impressiveness. Who, come, of, who, um, like, who comes up with this stuff? Just people. Oh, are, you know, oh, here's, here's something I was going to say. Isn't it also weird how like literally almost everyone is convinced that the end of everything is going to happen during their lifetime? Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's been, that's been going on since the beginning of humanity. People have always been convinced that the end of the world's coming and it's coming soon. What? Like, because I feel, because like, you know, you hear that now. Everybody's like, oh, this world, oh, this world, oh, we're, oh, everything's going bad. It's going, it's, we're getting to the end times. And I'm mm-hmm. and like, I hear people say that now. And I'm thinking, I guarantee people were saying this like 50 years ago. Hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, like in perspective to my life 50 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like I guarantee whenever the first, uh, when do you think the first TV was invented? Like in the thirties, probably. 40s maybe uh 40s yeah so like say let's say the 40s i guarantee there was tons of people in the 40s that were like they're making tvs it's we gotta get be getting close to the end they're putting tvs in your houses like i, I guarantee there's people like that well there were people that were convinced that TV, tvs emitted radiation that would slowly kill them <laughs> people still think that about microwaves about yeah yeah they do do you uh this is like very specific to us but do you remember um i do not remember what her name was it was one of you know how mom attracts crazy right oh yeah oh yeah there was it was one of her crazy friends one time we were at their house and uh we were all standing in the kitchen and her friend went to microwave something and she made us all leave the room because she said the microwave uh lit out radiation you remember that? No. no. I, I remember that like it was yesterday because it was so, <laughs> so stupid. Because there was like, I remember we, me, you, and mom were all standing in this woman's kitchen and she put like a hot dog or something in the microwave. And she's like, she started it. She's like, oh, everybody get out. Everybody get out. We all got to get out. And then we're like, what? And then like she like pushed us all like off into this like other room. And then we're like, what? And she's like, oh, I don't like to have anybody in there when the microwave's running. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, do you think the microwave is going to like do something? And she's like, oh, it's bad. It's bad. And then, like, <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I also remember, do you remember all of her? <laughs> she's, she is crazy. Do you remember all of her essential oil friends? Uh, I probably do. Not my name, but yeah. She like, she used to have, uh, I don't think mom, I don't think mom ever did this, but she had friends that would have like essential oil parties. Not not parties. I don't remember that. Yeah, they would have her friends would have these uh, these essential oil parties, and they would all like get together and like sniff this oil, and like it was supposed to like do all this stuff. Do what? Doing lines of oil off the table. (laughs) Yeah, they all just had different lines, and they're all just doing off the table. (laughs) There was uh, because one of her one of mom's friends uh had that daughter that she had like an ear infection and her mom was like putting some type of oil in her ear for like a month. I do remember that actually. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah, was I like, she was like really like, I don't remember whatever happened, but she ended up getting like 
real sick and had to like go to the hospital because her mom was just putting oil in her ear rather than like taking her to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> but uh, I thought of that because just the other day I was watching this uh, thing on Netflix, this documentary about um, about essential oils. And it, like the whole documentary goes into like, um, the, like how this guy, this uh, I forget what his name was, but he started this company called Young's uh, Young Living, and they sell essential oil, and they're like the number one uh, distributor for essential oil, and they were talking about how like the way that this guy got started was that he uh, like in the early '90s he had something wrong with him, some type of like cancer or something. And he claimed that he was used used a specific oil that just got rid of it. So then he started using that story and going. Hemp oil? Oh, shut up! It wasn't hemp oil. <laughs> it was like lavender or something. So they uh, and the hemp oil works, all right. Uh-huh. So anyway, uh-huh. so they started using this. That's um, ironic. That, I'm you're gonna, that you just reminded me. I'm going to send you that video of that guy that had the whole <laughs> the hemp oil thing. I'm going to send mm-hmm. it to you, and you're you're going to watch it. And you're going to it's going to blow your mind. Anyway, yeah. so the uh, this guy started going to all the churches and uh, saying that with the combination of God and this oil, you anything can be healed. Mm-hmm. So then he had like a whole like a line of oils and like if you had this, you use this oil. If you had arthritis, use this one. Blah blah blah. And then it like the whole documentary goes through like how they basically just grew this giant like empire that was also a pyramid scheme because he would like. Uh, he would each person would have to like keep recruiting people to you know in a pyramid and then like each person had to like buy so much oil each month to like stay active and like he turned it he was making like billions of dollars at one point just from this essential oil but um i don't remember where i was going with that now oh there was um he was uh selling all these oils and all this stuff and there was this one specific lady from this documentary that she was putting, I think it was lavender. She was putting lavender on her wrist because she had like arthritis or something. Mm-hmm. So she was putting it on her wrist and then she had been doing it for like like months, right? So yeah. there was something in the oil that she was allergic to. and then, mm-hmm. But whatever it was that she was allergic to, she I guess she wasn't like super allergic to it, but where... She kept what she was putting on every day. It was like building up in her system. Mm-hmm. And then once it started building up in her system, she started to get like this like rash on her wrist. So then she, and this is stupid, but she used to get this rash on her wrist. So she like took a picture of it and then put it into like this essential oil Facebook group. Yeah. And then all these people that all that are like all about the essential oils um, were commenting and they were like, oh, that's a good sign. That means your body is detoxifying. And you just mm-hmm. you just got to keep doing it. So, so she, she keeps doing it, and it starts spreading down her arm. And then so then she's like, "Hey, this is getting worse." And they're like, "You just got to keep going. You're you're really getting detoxified." And they just all tell her, "Just keep going." So she kept doing it, and then it eventually like spread all over her all over the place. And then like they showed a picture of her face, and her whole face was like swollen and like just oozing fluid out of her face oh my God. and she was like disfigured from it and uh and then I, I once she got to that point she like went to the er and they they did like an allergy test and told her like hey you're allergic to this this is why this is happening and then she said she, something about it took like 
two or three years to like get back to normal, like to where she did, like finally wasn't like having any side effects from all that. Yeah. Cause she was basically just like giving herself something she's allergic to over and over and over and over and over. And, uh, that reminds me of something I saw a long time ago. Have you ever heard of the, uh, the woman in Africa who had tusks that grew out of her, uh, her, her like where her teeth were? It's like they're massive tusks. How, how, how does that remind you of a woman with tusks? Well, is is you're talking about how like she had like her entire face was swollen, like oozing fluid, and I, I was thinking like, so, like what's the craziest disfigured thing I've seen? Oh yeah, this crazy story. Of this woman that had tusks, like it was basically like a, a, her teeth never stopped growing for some reason, and she had two tusks that were like this big. Like mad, like they took a, like they stretched her face out to like this proportions, and just two enormous, like five inch thick tusks that were, like were slowly starting to crush her windpipe with how big they were getting, and like it, it took like a massive operation to like grind the tusks down and like you know obviously like to cut the tusks off and grind it like grinded them down, and like slowly started to surgically remove the um like get to the source of where they were growing from. Like they saved her life, but it was crazy. Like the tusks were like, were, like they were bigger than her head. It was insane. Why? What? Yeah. Did they find like, out could, why she was growing tusks? It was just like some kind of genetic abnormality. Like it was like like an elephant tusk. Huge tusks. Yeah. Uh, or did you say this is somewhere like in Africa or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in Africa. Could you, could you imagine if somebody, if you saw somebody that had tusks and they're like out in a field like chasing elephants, like like trying to hit them with their tusks? It was like it was insane looking though. Like it it was freaky looking, because like there's there's video of it. Like there there are multiple pictures and like videos of you can see like the progression of it, like how it got worse and worse and worse. I don't know, I forget what it's called. She keeps on showing me pictures of elephants. <laughs> what, do, what do you... Well, get on Google. Get off... Ask I'm on Google. I'm on Google. I've been on Google all this time. No, you've been on Ask Jeeves. I know, I, know I know where you've been. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what, what do you... What do you search... What are you typing in on Google here? I did woman with tusks. Get, tusks. On, get on Reddit. Reddit's where the stuff's at. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it a try. <laughs> what are you typing in? Woman with tusks? Yeah. All right, I'm going to one-up you. I'm going to say woman with tusk disease. Maybe. I mean, I tried, like, African woman with tusk with a disorder that causes her to grow tusks, and it didn't work. Oh, yeah. About 15% of female, female narwhals develop an extended tusk. That is so on topic. <laughs> Was this woman a narwhal? I mean, maybe. I'm not going to judge. This is all about narwhals. Why is this all about narwhals? I don't know. Are you getting a bunch of narwhal stuff? Uh, I, I got a bunch of elephant stuff. 
<laughs> so where do you know where this is at? Do you remember? Well, I, I I saw it in um in school, like when I was like you know, like, I was like a kid. Like it was a long time ago when I was in grade school. It was a it was a story that like how do you spell disfigurement? D I S V no F I G. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. Alright. Hmm. Oh, never mind. This is all movies. Are you sure this is real? I mean, it looked pretty real. And it like it, it there was like uh, a lot of news stories covering it. What if you just search Oh, what if you just search it? The woman who grew tusks. Maybe. Maybe it's like not tusks, but like just giant teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Under poaching pressure, elephants are evolving to lose their tusks. Yeah, that's why I keep getting two. Yeah. Um. Oh, why don't we try this? Woman with tusk-like teeth. We'll try that search. The tusks of narwhals are actually teeth. <laughs> so, um, how are, you're getting all elephants, and I'm getting all narwhals. Yeah, I don't know. How does that work? Uh, I don't know. Narwhals' trademark tusks ask like a sensor, act like a sensor. The narwhals' giant unicorn horn <laughs> might help them find mates. What is happening? <laughs> nothing is coming up. Like, absolutely nothing about this. I'm shocked. Really? Woman grows hair out of her gums. That's something <laughs> interesting. There you go. Is that what you're trying to... What you're trying to say? The woman grows mm. hair out of her gums? Mm. Woman with teeth growing in her eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> are the teeth growing, like, out of her eye? Or are they growing, like, around into her eye? It's just, like, her right face is, like... Her whole right face is just, like, plumed, like plucked up. It's way, way bigger than... Oh, my God. It's, like, <laughs> bulging out of her skull. <laughs> Have you seen... Um... That picture of uh, the there's some type of like wild boar that its teeth will like grow up and then like into its own head and kill it. I think I've heard about that. Yeah. There was a there was a meme going around that uh, it showed it showed a picture of those things and it said like oh this such and such boar its teeth will grow around and it'll into its head and it'll kill itself unlike Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> and like like that was the meme. <laughs> yeah, I think I may have seen that. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I've tried everything I can think of. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we end this one here? And then, since we've been going for three and a half hours, and then we will, with the next one, between now and the next one, you got to find this picture of this woman with the teeth, with the tusks, and we'll start off with that on the next one. Mm-hmm.
All right. All right. So you got anything else? No. I'm good. All right. We're in there. All right.